Wild Force, we're here. Wild Finally. Access. We're here, finally. We've done it. We've completed the post-sword on era literally like 11 days before the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we did yeah. it. Yeah. And unlike a certain Megazord, our dad didn't call and told us we're to get in the van. Oh, no. Forever. No, we'll get to that when we get to it. But honestly, this season, going through it again, um, because I watched quite a bit of it uh, when, I, when I was a kid. I didn't get through all of it, but going back and watching um, all of it, uh, it's given me a newfound appreciation for it. There are elements that I don't... Uh, like about the season but oh overall... we definitely didn't spend 10 minutes of an episode debating the logistics and ethics of it <laughs> okay yeah but over overall um people say um people um we have had people saying like oh this is one of the more underrated seasons and yeah i can agree with that mm-hmm. yeah m- most of my knowledge of the season came from like watch mojo and you know various countdown channels which is um, not a good source of anything no it's watch really mojo. not um like forever red's been heavily referenced in their countdowns a lot of the like uh moments near the end like with toxica dying and then inevitably getting brought back like a lot of those moments were like top 10 dramatic moments or like best team ups you know like and i've watched like forever red outside of this context because i was curious about it at after seeing stuff like that and then watching like the legendary battle and mega force i'm like there's got to be a better anniversary special than this and everybody seemingly agrees like forever red being one of the best episodes of all time um but like having zero context to a lot of this and this being like my first you know watch through of the season I gotta say, it's a phenomenal season. I do have, like, issues with it as well. Um, specifically, like, near the end. But it's not egregious. It's not like I'm gonna sit here and fucking trash this season. It's a good send-off. Because this was another, like, potential send-off for the Rangers until they relocated to New Zealand where they filmed up until, like, Cosmic Fury. Um, so, I guess um, we start with monkeys lots and lots of yeah. monkeys yes which as soon as i saw that i was like oh my god the bogus skull chimpanzees are back all right enough monkeying around yeah. i've just gotta ask what's your guys opinion on the sort on the ranger suits for this season pretty cool i like them i really like them i feel like uh oh wait were you was anyone else gonna say anything no no no, I'm going to let you finish first and then say yeah. what I was okay. going to say. But, uh, I feel like this season does a fantastic job of, like, taking... I feel like they took a bit of, like, of what Lost Galaxy did with their suit and improved upon it. Like, no Charlie Brown stripes, but they all have, like, the, the gold sashes. I do like the Charlie Brown stripe, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, cool. the... It's pretty uh, funny. Yeah. I mean, it's better the gold... than Peppermint, the Peppermint Rangers, you know? <laughs> I actually like theirs for well, a big reason, because it's like their transformation, you know, then the salute afterwards. Yeah, like, it made sense in that context. I just hated the design of them. Um, 
and the morphing sequence was dope as hell, but like that... yeah, the morphing sequence for this season is directly translated from the mm. original Sentai. We, now we there have is a what... lot of fucking cell phone rangers coming up, I believe too. Yeah, we yes. do. But there is one thing that I want to quickly get out of the way. Let's just address the elephant in the room here. The elephant because uh, I room? Uh, I did I did. Message, I did put, post this in, for, for you, Fex, in DM. So I just want to get this out of the way. Yes, Cole's actor in this season did kill his roommate with a sword, but uh, but for his appearances in this season and the season and one of the seasons where he appears, we're not going to air that. We're not going to judge him on that. That just wanted to get the elephant out of yeah, the room. Yeah, like. We're not going to judge the season based on the actions of the actor, just like we didn't judge, like, Jason's stuff based on his actions. Uh, we mentioned it, um, but we're not going to judge, you know, the yeah. season as a whole based on the actions of one actor. And we'll do the same for Andrew Gray. Um, yeah, and we'll do the course. same for the next season, because the next season has the Curse of the Red Ranger as well. Oh, right, because, like, he... He committed suicide yeah, yeah. because uh, because it was obvious he was um, struggling with mental health issues. Yeah, again, like you know, somebody that struggles with depression and mental health issues, like I'm not going to weigh that down on him uh, as well. Uh, but yeah, I I gotta say, like the running in this for Cole in particular is the most ridiculous fucking thing. Uh, this was Naruto <laughs> running, as I put it in the notes. Yeah, there. you. You called it now, the all running. I fucking hated that, though. Like, that And there are, like, times where he was, like, on all fours, too. Yeah. Well, I that mean, kind of goes with the, th the animal theming, and, yeah. you know, they mostly walk on all fours when they're attacking and whatnot so as I, rangers. So, um, just to clarify, so I guess you're going to be dipping in and out to play your turns? Um, yes. Okay. Um... <laughs> welcome to a game night episode with Zangetsu, and... It's late as fuck for Luke. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing Pathfinder. Well, it's not late for me. It's only a half past midnight for me at the moment. That's late for normal humans. Okay, we're not normal humans. I'm a third shifter. You're you're just um, devoted, and then <laughs> everyone else has their own things. It's beans and toast have a lot of caffeine in it. That does. That do that it does. I, I'm. You know what? Funny enough, I was gonna eat beans on toast today. Just of course uh, just for you that. Are you filthy Brit? <laughs> Uh, I have to pick up the slack for Ann Arbor. Um, I, I, I have to, I have to say, like, I'm finding newfound appreciation for Yellow Rangers here lately. Oh, yeah, yeah, because when, when I was thinking of this season, I was thinking, like, hmm, who's the one ranger that, um, Fex would want them to be stepped on by? And it was like, it's Taylor. It's, it's Taylor, like, goddamn, uh, she can get it. Which, uh, by the way, I've got to say, her, her outfit with the with the gold sash that really does blend in and looks oh, really yeah, good yeah it does like there is some good fashion sense in this season and that's not something you see often except for cole who just casually keeps ripping his fucking shirt off well because well, the director keeps the writers keep writing and oh yeah and he rips his shirt again uh, yeah. okay could you rewind that scene for me again okay thank you like, you can <laughs> drink wine from his abs okay he he also had to have been like the gay slash bi awakening for a lot of people, probably. Um, but also as well, mm -hmm. um, Cole is essentially Doctor Doolittle in this season. Yeah, yeah. 
And in the cut scene, he apparently turns into Dr. Doolittle. Um, yeah, it, uh, at the end of the season, yeah. <laughs> but there is one other element about the first episode that we have to talk about quick, quickly, and that is the henchman of the season, Jinjax and Toxica. Mm. Because I do, on a, uh, I uh, I remember uh, I remember not thinking much of them when I was a kid, but now I think they're probably one of my favorite duos of henchmen. Oh, yeah. Right? Because unlike other seasons where you have like a group of henchmen, you have like the main bad guy and then like six or seven henchmen. This season, it's only really them two for the majority of the season. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like it's one of those seasons in which like you don't really spend like that much time with the main bad. And in case for like while for you know he technically doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So it's so they have to pick up the slack, and them being the, the you know the two generals, and they're always consistent, even though there's like a rose gallery of like other orcs and one weirdo, fake orc. Yeah, um, he didn't even come with a with his wait, own design. He had to steal a suit from some other. Season. Yes, he did. <laughs> which and also, by the way, in uh, in case people are watching this and wondering. Yes, I do ship Jinjax and Toxico because it's obvious that they they well they've been around for three thousand years. They have to have done it at least once. You know, or there's no other or orcs around. Best friends. There's no other orcs around. There's nothing to do. Let's just bang one out real quick. Um, yeah, but well, I think that's the way you make other orcs. I just assume they're like <laughs> like evil spirits you put in like in like constructs or something. Yeah, they're just like trash mechs basically in a way um i i do find it funny like the amount of pollution shit that we kept getting in this like the the heavy-handed pollution and environmentalism oh calm down you i kind of feel like it's on brand especially with the orcs because one they're i think they're formed from like you know the the bads of the world Mm -hmm. or the yeah. Or the you know the negative energy of the planet and like um, like pollution's a good theming for that. Um, they also come back as items from our world. Yeah, but, like know. it's really cool. Like we we see recycling use in a weird way here. Like we take like the discarded fucking air conditioning units and cars, a random ass tombstone. You know, like, all of this shit that you would never think of being, like, a monster being turned into a monster. Where where we came from, like, Fester creating shit with clay, right? On down to this. It's just a wild fucking transition. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, my other note for the first episode was Taylor being a badass by punching Cole and saying he's being drafted. Man, just imagine if Soldon had recruited the original five that way. Yeah, all right. right. Uh, also, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give him that Mike Tyson special, and then drag him here. Yeah, like, I don't know what if they and if they lose any teeth, recover it with the dental plan. <laughs> with the or with the dentist or. <laughs> um. What was what? What else was I gonna say? Yeah, and also I had taste the rainbow motherfucker whenever they the um whenever the wild swords used the mega roar. <laughs> And I guess it's taking his turn. So, um, like, I gotta say, like, my last note here, I gotta flip back to it. Um, 
it, it's funny because like how this happened like the recruiting for cole right is they just full-on fucking kidnapped him like pretty much like they knocked him out they they forcibly gave the man a bath because <laughs> he stank so much from being in the jungle which makes sense like there's no fucking there's no harry's or like dollar shave club in there so i'm shocked he's not out there with like a full-on beard and shit you know <laughs> so <laughs> sponsor us please uh <laughs> but like it's like you you are like a government official that went AWOL and you're committing another crime. Which isn't, you know, far from like the military committing crimes, but it is funny to me in a kid's show. Um and uh the we the the sword here, like the, the ultimate weapon in episode one, like they just why is the default attack pattern just fucking Getsuga Tensho? Because every single every single um, uh, sword attack in this in this franchise is a pack, repackaged gets a get ten show. It's stupid. There are other ways to swing a sword. <laughs> well, technically, it should be the other way around because Bleach came out after this season. No, we don't use logic here, Luke. <laughs> Yeah. You're the one. You're the one that debated the childhood logic of a, ch- a fucking nine-year-old. That's a reincarnation of a god for like a good fifteen minutes. And I'm gonna debate it again when we get to that point. Uh, but on episode two, uh, yeah, so... we're just straight up murdering civilians here. Um, to start yeah. it off, and also as well, we have um the quote-unquote mentor figure of this season, Princess Shayla, being confused about orcs growing large, which she shouldn't be. It's like, she's she was from the past, she should have seen orcs growing large before. But, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but the one thing I do love um, most about this uh, episode is when... Um, Toxico and Dreamtrucks go into their go into their um main base and meet Master Org. Toxico is like, yeah, I don't trust this guy, even though he's calling himself Master Org. Yeah, there is something off about this guy. Which for 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 one of the generals to do that, like in another season, they'd just be blind in front of it and be surprised, like, oh my god, this is not the guy we trusted. Like, no, no, she immediately clicks onto it. Yeah, no, like it's we're so used to stupid henchmen, right? Like, straight up dumber than dirt. But, like, Toxic is a smart little cookie. I like her. Um, mm-hmm. And definitely, definitely uh, do not DM me any Toxica Rule 34 on Twitter. That would be very People unwelcome. are going to do that, Fex. Pe- now that you've said that, people are going to do it. That is the goal here, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> right. But... Uh, also, as well, um, I uh, I think you said Master Org looking like he's taken a lot of drugs. Yeah, no, like he looks like a fucking heroin addict here, uh, <laughs> like full on. Um, because this ain't going to get fucking ads in any way, shape, or form because it'll be so long. The yeah. robot won't um, check it. I'll and appeal at ninety-seven fucking times. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I did, and I, of course I had to do it like. Uh, all the Tommy Wiseau jokes with Master Orc. Like, he's just Tommy Wiseau in drag. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just pretty much. hobo drag. Um, I have on here a very dumb um note because none of my notes ever for this series are serious. Uh, Oni'd all over because the Onis get basically jizzed out here in this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, and Toxic is the one shooting seeds, uh, to make the orcs grow. Uh, yeah. I, I am so unserious when we film these. Um, no, you... no, because that is legitimately what it happens. Yeah, like, they she, made she... us, they made us, uh, they made us, um, they made us hear that chant that she did throughout all the season. Evil spirits of toil and strife give this fallen org new life. Yeah. The fact that it's a different inflection nearly every episode and they didn't just pull it from the fucking sound bank means that this poor woman had to say that 40 fucking times. Or, well, more like 38 because of the two episodes where she was dead. But, yeah, I feel bad for this actress. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, um... like, well, 37 because also Jindrax did it during the one episode, uh, The Carnival Bros., um, but yeah, episode three is just backstory, a lot, a lot of backstory. Um, you guys have anything for episodes two or three? That's all uh, for those. Yeah, yeah, I had, um, for episode three, which, which is the invisible, we're going to be attacked by an invisible camera. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I just had the backstory of Animaria, Animaria, Anim uh, Animaria and the Animarium, um, which coincidentally is um, the same backstory that was um, made into a storybook. Um, but one thing I did say, and this is one thing that always annoyed me, orgs that shouldn't exist 3,000 years ago exist such as Camera Org. Well, like so I guess you were saying, uh, it's basically like a play on... And so play on, like, fucking... Um environmentalism and like recycling so they're just using the discarded junk to make these orgs it's yeah the org is essentially the spirit basically um so like cameras printers ac units all this technology that didn't exist three thousand years ago are going to exist when they resurrect these because they're just inhabiting like the discarded junk and uh, i'm guessing by the statues most of them were like most of their quote-unquote original bodies were like totems or you know or ritualistic dolls of some kind yeah ritualistic dolls totems oni you know because like the uh the samurai one we get later on only uh or whatever the fuck his name was that made the shadows um that dude is just like a straight up play on folklore, so we dive into that kind of stuff as well. Um, but it's an interesting concept, like watching like orcs just try and fucking, um, you know, come to terms with like new bodies and shit too, because they just roll with it. It's like they're like, okay, I'm in a fucking camera now, whatever. Let me figure out what my powers are going to be based on this <laughs> lens flare. Christopher yeah. Nolan effect. Let's J.J. Abrams this shit. It's weird. Uh, but I kind of fuck with it. Like, it's a cool concept. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, and one of the notes I had for episode two uh, was Cole being confused by no hearts and the orc saying, and you don't have a brain! 
really does. Well, that just goes back with the spirits possessing stuff. Like, they have no heart because they, like, literally have no heart. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't have a heart if you're an AC, like, if you're an air conditioning unit. Exactly. Like, mm -hmm. or a camera or any of the other random discarded junk that we see turning fucking season. Um... Uh, episode four, my singular note is Danny has a fear of both heights and commitment. No, my, my note was that He's um, just like me for real. Honestly. I, I did um I did have a couple of notes here, um uh, on top of that. Um obviously this is the beginning of the of the of their uh, of their phrase never give up. Yeah, no, that, no. Max and Danny, which can be eye rolling, but Again, uh, again, the old series had more phenomenal, so yeah, uh, and it, and it's only for one season, so we'll give them a pass on yeah. this one. Like I love um, heights, but like I feel Danny on a lot of levels. Like overcoming fear is like a very big struggle for a lot of people. Yeah, and and um, I do like the friendship between Max and Danny because Max is, Max throughout the series always has that insecurity of just being the youngest of the group and wanting to prove himself like i'm not i i'm not a kid i can look after myself but danny all but danny also having some um it's uh inferiority complexes as well mm -hmm. yeah um but all, the bell org in this episode just gives everyone a headache i love bells yeah dong 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 it's um, better than like the fucking ocarina org that we get later on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. What are you I talking about? He could he could have been fabulous at the um, at the R the R and B rap barbecue night. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh also as well we have the Sharknado spin <laughs> where Max is just picked up and spun, spun around until it creates a tornado because he's the shark ranger. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I love it's it. stupid, but I love it. That, and I and really, this predates that movie, so they ripped them off. And I really want to watch those movies just to see how insane they are. The first uh, one is definitely a watch. The other ones, no. No, no, no! I am committed to watching them all. Um, what but is it with you in just committing to torturing yourself? Because I'm insane, Fex. But one thing we'll give Danny over a certain other ranger is that a likable guy who who can chase a girl. Mm -hmm. Joel. Yeah, yeah. He didn't need resrassment. Okay, he he just ran with it, and he got the girl. Uh, until he didn't have the girl anymore because, like, he's a because we ne we because after the second episode she appears we never see her we never see her again, and and that annoys that annoys us because Joel got the woman but Danny didn't. Yeah, and Danny Just deserved the, and, the woman. Danny deserved him like, uh, like Danny like earned it more. Yeah, Danny is just the most lovable character in this season. I mean, he's cuddling with a teddy bear at night. Like, he's just a wholesome little boy. Like, to be yeah. fair, I kind of would too, considering I have to sleep. He had to sleep on stone. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Uh, and he had to. And he had to advertise for the pajama themed yeah. Sentai. 
maybe maybe we'll watch that on a uh, uh vex vex watched it uh, i don't know i, I I'm, <laughs> I'm down to watch pajama sentai why that not? is a one. That is one in which it looks like they like the suits have uh, animal print on them. Oh, I'm not I know, oh, oh, it's I a, know it's that, a Minecraft. Um, I know that one. I know the one God. you're fo- talking about. Yeah, they have Minecraft like blocks for Megazords. Fuck it, we'll stream it on Twitch. Um, it, until Twitch probably bans it. Well, I mean, until Tony bans it. Honestly, till Tony bans it, not Twitch. Which will be five seconds. Yeah, yeah. We'll stream it in Discord on like a stage or something, and you can all join us. Um, but yeah, yeah. So the notes I had for episode five were: we get the elephant, we get the elephant sword in this episode, which, um, which you would think that we would get, uh, we would get um, uh, the secondary swords um, a little bit more later, but no, we're getting them right uh, right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we, we, we get the auxiliary resorts pretty quickly, and that's pretty cool. Um, thankfully, not a hundred of the fuckers, but um, we get like a hundred glowing orbs near the end, but we'll talk about the, the Kingdom Hearts 3 style ending when we get to it. Uh, yeah. Um, but my other note for, my other note really for this episode was people being confused about Shia's outfit because you see her walking around and everyone's just like, what is, what is that woman dressed up? I'm like, her, her outfit doesn't look any different from a normal person. No, honestly, she's just wearing a fucking wedding dress, basically. Like, I mean, cool. You, you got married today and in three days and then whenever the fuck else you get out there, you know? Um, yeah. May, but maybe it's, I mean, don't it's not like. Have I'm, a Vegas I mean, wedding. <laughs> I mean, it's not like um, the outfit that Jem wears in the, in the team up episode. <laughs> Listen, that outfit no, that- is perfect. That outfit, <laughs> that outfit was fire. I, I am just saying that that outfit. That is one that you like. You would turn your head and look at that. I turn my head, look at that, and point them in the direction of the nearest rave. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also had the note of when she goes, "Oh, the spirit is trapped in there forever." It's like that never, ever, ever, ever works. No, it doesn't work. It's... But it's also fucking hilarious to think about. Like we have a literal fucking like elephant here and also like motorcycles and Cole trying to learn how to ride a motorcycle in the same episode Correction, trying it. to ride his best friend who turned into a motorcycle I love that because it all, all it reminds me of when um, Lightning Cruise I mean Turbo did that with TJ it was like it's the car trolling game yeah. it's like but it's, it's light- not trying to troll it's it the, in this case it's just like I'm gonna be a motorcycle so I won't be able to move that much. Could you like? Could you figure it out? <laughs> it's fucking funny to me. Like he's he's riding. It's like, like I'm not supposed to be in this shape. It's actually hurting me. Could you hurry it up? <laughs> figure this shit out so we can go zoom zoom and I can turn back into my normal shape, yeah. please. And uh, and of course with the elephant sword, we get the elephant armor, which is just basically a sword and shield. <laughs> I mean, and what know. the man of the shield should have been, as I guess you put it. No, I'm saying, as in, they should have used it more often. They literally only used it, like, what, two times? Yeah. And one of the times was blocking, like, what, Dragon Zord's attack? Yeah, it was blocking the, the drill thrust, I think. Um, It's been half a year at this point. 
I'm not even joking. It's been like half a year since that season was watched. Um, but like, that's basically it. Like, we get the obligatory motorcycle episode. We get an auxiliary sword. Uh, we we shit on the fact that the man the shield is like not utilized that much in OG Power Rangers, and then we. But get every to... promotion shot, they'll show it. Yep, you can do it yourself. Bash your action figures together. Consume. Um, I will. <laughs> As I say with my friend group, get do it yourself, you lazy fucks. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of. I kind of don't feel like buying the Dino Zord, the <laughs> Dino Megazord, though. Maybe I'll get the Super Seven figure of it. Yeah, 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 like, uh, fucking, uh, what number of re-release of the dr- Dinosaur are we on? Like, 18, 19? <laughs> um, we get the fairy tale episode, though. Um, yeah, uh, which introduces the draft sword. And the, uh, the dreams come true, maybe. Yep. Um, I mean, also- we, we already have enough fairy tales with the Lady of the Lake. Yeah, with um, <laughs> Sheila being the la- well, I guess she's the lady of the pond. <laughs> Listen, there wasn't enough money in the budget to make a literal lake on Animaria, okay? <laughs> I mean, it used to be a lake, but they had to go up high. <laughs> well, yeah, technically the Animarium um, sparred out at that form, the turtle lake. Um, because the Animarium is in the shape of a turtle, which I always question why there was not a turtle sword. Maybe it was one of the 100 that was sleeping. Yeah. yeah, um, but in we this never ep- got to see them. Yeah, they were just orbs of light. <laughs> yeah, that just pew pew beamed <laughs> in the end. Yeah, there was there was a reason for that. Also, oh. outside of the actual season. Okay, yeah. I'm dying oh. to know. Um, Go on. It's because the it's because it's called the 100 beast that you know. Right. Listen, 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 listen. The only series ca- ca- at this moment that can literally say, yeah, we're going to show all 100 of them is the 100 girlfriends. No, I dead ass believe they're going to show I can't 100. wait to see the one, all no, the, no, they, they, the they, combined they, form of all the 100 girlfriends Megazord. Oh, oh, that's Lord. already come. Oh, that's already come already. Um, but no, that is legitimate. Already the, what? The author <laughs> and the artist. I'm sure legitimate- he, I'm sure he's come quite a bit. <laughs> Probably yeah, to the, the grandma girlfriend. Oh my god. Um, but no, the author and the artist have legitimately confirmed that, yes, we are going to show all 100 of them. Listen, if he doesn't come on mommy, ab mommy, girlfriend's abs, I'm going to beat MC, okay? I am, waiting for the girl- I am waiting for the girlfriend that is legitimately just a parody of Super Sentai. I am waiting for that one. There, there, there will be. Like it's Japan. Yeah, there will, there will be. Um, um, but yeah, um, we all, we also in this episode have Cole pining for his parents, which I've got to say, I, um, I called in space the tragedy of Andros as like a subtitle. I think Cole, I think Cole's uh, like whole story is more tragic than Andros for one key reason. He never gets reunited with his parents, Cole. Yeah, what, what I mean, Andros really didn't get reunited with anybody else other than Astronomy. No, 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 he was pi- he, he was looking for his sister all that time, and he eventually got his sister back, uh, but no. Yeah, he got his sister back, but only, like, a fraction of, like, his parents, I mean, sorry, his uh, his planet's people exist out out there. Like, a, a large portion of them just died on the planet. 
Yeah, like, and then in Lost Galaxy, we kind of had, like, the tragedy, but, like, the not tragedy of, like, brother dying, and then fucking... Like, the Red Ranger's entire arc is literally just to suffer. They are the Peter Parker of this franchise. Even though this ain't related to this season, he's, you know, he still had the trauma of, like, potentially losing almost all of his team at one point, which is, you know, highly, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't tell us out there in the open, but it's like, why did you have all those morphers? Who were the other rangers? We'll, we'll never know. Yeah, yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that when we get to it. Um, no, we already went over that season. <laughs> all right, I thought you were talking about Megaforce for a second then. No, no. no. In space. Yeah, oh, okay. Space. Okay. Um, we get Long Boy in this episode, though. So yeah, we get the giraffe sword, um, which He's a becomes, sword or spear, which becomes the spear, uh, and it's the only season where you can legitimately see a shark, a, a giraffe riding a shark. Outside of like Toys R Us commercials, yeah. <laughs> you, you uh, I that is so stupid. The giraffe just hopping on the shark's back. I love it. I love it. It's so I love it as well. Um, Danny continuing but, to be wholesome as well. Yeah, like, I'd, like Max getting bored of Alyssa's story and then Danny having to bail him out. Yeah, and also but, the fact that he's like they're helping him cast his wish at the end. And this is where we thought we thought we escaped the next time on. Yes, yes, because we had it. We had next it. time we forgot. Oh, this time we won't have a next time. Next time, listen here, you motherfuckers. Make up your mind. Uh-huh. Well, apparently, did uh, I have checked facts? And this is the last season that does Thanks that. There is no fucking god. There is no next time on Ninja Steel, as far as I can tell. Not, not Ninja Storm. There's um, too many ninjas and too many dinos. Why is everybody in this franchise? How dare you? I love the ninjas. <laughs> um, well, except the last one. Ninjas. The last one, it could, it, it could go away. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Seals. Uh, first two ninjas, you're you're cool. Yeah. yeah. But my other note for this episode, um, uh, Taylor not believing in fairy tales yet. People believe the Earth is flat, and our te- and our tech fakes the moon landing, despite the fact that this. Uh, uh, um... Vex, what? Vex, Luke. Um, what I-, I want y'all to remember the 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 animated series Beast Wars. Oh God! Yes, Transformers <laughs> Beast Wars. You look at that and tell me the moon landing was fake. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's just people not wanting to believe the government. You even know, though they get even though they get paid you know, by the government. Like, like at if, if if the moon landing happened now with deep fake technology, I'd buy it a little bit more. You know? But like right. back then with like the whole Kubrick bullshit is like the like Stanley Kubrick was the one that helped fake the moon. No, no, no. He would not cooperate with anybody long enough to fake no, the fucking no. moon landing. He, he legitimately w- would be someone who would be like, no, we have to do another take of that. Everyone gets sick of him after a while. Like, do you um, guys not know this man drove someone, some of his actors insane? You think oh, the yeah. government wouldn't have just fucking executed him, you know, for being an 
uncooperative dickhead. No, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. And also as well, Taylor not believing in uh, in the fairy tale, yet she is part of a legitimate fairy tale right here. The Animarium is a fairy tale. You are literally standing with the lady in the lake. Come on, like get over yourself. You're not that. You're not that special. Uh, yeah, and also, and also, uh, people believe in the Earth is flat and our take is fake, despite the fact that this season has awful sword CGI. Still better than the fucking Quantasaurus. It's still better than a lot of like the later Sentai season CGI. It's on par with Once and Always, and that's saying something because that came out this fucking year. The CGI for the final mech of Zenkaiger did not look that good. I, I'm... It's the one in which all of them combine. Well, all of the main team combines. Oh, God. Uh, no, no, I'm good. The sword I... looks really good. It's just the CGI for it does yeah. not look great. Like, Don Brothers had some rough fucking CGI, too. Like... Yeah. So, like... that, like, this one, it definitely looks good for its time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is 2004 for our version. I think it was, like, Five, six years before that for Japan? Uh, not that far. Really? Yeah. I'm so used to us this was forever. This was basically, this was basically at the time in which, like, they were only, like, a year behind. I'm so used to it being, like, four or five years. <laughs> um. No, it don't get, it doesn't get like that until later. Um, but yeah, like, that... <laughs> That was um, episode uh, six. Um, episode seven, uh, we see <laughs> this is the bear episode. This is yeah, the, uh, the bear brothers. We got uh, yeah. double elevens here. And I've just got to say, the title of the episode, The Bear Necessities. Look for the bear necessities. Oh. Which, is, which is appropriate because around the time this season was out, like Disney bought them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Honestly. yes. Also, Bear Wheel. Bear Wheel. Also, Taylor's dead, technically deserted. Uh, I love how she's just summarily brought back into the Air Force in the end as well. Yeah, and, and I love the fact didn't that... didn't face any, any charges for going AWOL whatsoever. Yeah, uh, and I love Zordon that... always has contingency plans. It's yeah. like, he wasn't even alive then. <laughs> I love the fact that she just shows up to the Air Force and it's just like, hey, I'm a superior officer here, but never uh, never shows the person like, okay, where's your ideal and question, the person, sir? The, the guy never asked. You're supposed to ask for it first. Your, your, your fucking identification, your, your superior officer, like, there's there's rules for this, and they follow yes. none of them. <laughs> um, like, like, you're supposed to think like a soldier, like a soldier, not somebody who's just working at McDonald's. <laughs> You know what, fuck you. you can have a couple extra sweet and sours. I don't care. I don't get paid enough. I'm going to go smoke my blood out back. Uh, Based. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally had that. <laughs> fucking <laughs> McDonald's. Dude, just say, I don't get paid enough for this. Let me go smoke my blood in peace. <laughs> um, well, the only other note I had for this episode, aside for the fact that the bears make the lion sick. Um, poor lion. He went through a lot. Um... It's yeah, he's not that... strong enough to con like you know contain all the power of the Bear Brothers. He can contain one of them, but not both. Right, right, yeah. right. So he um, is polar but... or black. Yeah, yeah. 
but also as well the fact that the Bear Brothers in their human form, they do not speak. So kids not speaking for once in Power Rangers, like that's a breath God, of fresh air. Only kind no, it's more talk. of like they didn't want to pay them more. Yeah, that's that's what it really is. Because if they had a speaking role, they would legitly have to pay them more. Would because they did talk, they could give them like um the pay for the side. I mean the standby. What is it called? Appearance role. Basically. Yeah, appearance role. Yeah. Um, but like, like if they speak X number of lines, they have to pay them a number. Uh, that's why. Uh, that's why a lot of like the actors around like season one of Mighty Morphin didn't talk, even though it, you would think they would for like, well, like they're interacting in the scene. You think they would like be talking, like interacting? Nope. Nope. They're they're there for a day, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Literally, like, they get the paid the same, I believe, for, like, a 20-minute appearance as they would, like, five hours there for that kind of shit, too. It's yep. really sketchy. Um, but, like, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot there. We we did this all for some seeds and stems, was my other note. <laughs> yep. It's like, ah, oh, my favorite flower! Mary Jane. Nope, nope, okay, never mind. <laughs> Is this fucking? It's crazy that all of that. Maybe, out. maybe, like, maybe it's like something similar to what happens later on. Ooh, in which like they were reincarnated, <laughs> and it's like, why are we kids? I don't know. <laughs> Do we have these flowers sort of change us back to normal? Yeah, maybe yeah. because we're just innocent beings in this whole situation. We're we're corrupting Luke one episode at a time here. Um, you've already next time. Me. Next time, join us with the evil shark ninja alien. We got the deforestation episode as well. Um, deforestation with our devastation. Yeah, we got um, DK Donkey also, Kong. Yeah, we've got we've got the gorilla sword in this episode. Going bananas and using lasers to grow trees and basically creating the banana bombs from worms. Yes. I am. I say that with one hundred percent seriousness to anyone watching because that is legitimately how the gorilla sword does his attack. And he has an actual like like actual weapon um, when he's in his um, when he's in the Kong Megazord form. Uh, it's an anchor. It's pretty cool. We don't see it much. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, where did this anchor come from? It um, has bananas on the anchor. Tyler, take over for me for a few minutes. Banana anchor. So, yeah, Tyler, what did you think of the gorilla going bananas? I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. but also as well, what is even more funnier is that we see the aftermath sometimes of the bananas fully gone characters, and they're just like, this yeah, is like, one uh, big I banana. Yeah, um, mo mo most notably when, um, uh, I remember, skip, I know we're, that's skipping ahead, but, uh, when the bananas fell on, uh, Toxica and Gingerax when they were commentating over with the Lion Tamer episode. Uh, uh that, that was, that was arguably at its best. Yeah, and we'll get back to the commentary um, portion because I have something to say about that um, because that is one of my favourite episodes uh, of the season. But 
also in this episode, we get more of Cole's backstory involving his parents um, and straight up find out, no, they were legitimately murdered. Um, the only time when humans in the series were straight up murdered on screen, uh, officially. Hmm. Also, is this around the time in which we have the like the Soulbird saga? Yeah, this was the, the Soulbird saga because we get the egg of the Soulbird at the end of this episode. Um, but also, okay, well, my memory doesn't fail me. <laughs> yeah, but also as well, we have um, one of the early boss encounters because we have Master Org show, um, having his first fight with Cole in this episode. Because I think they fight like three times um, if you include the finale. Didn't he show up to fight like earlier than this? Uh, I think he did because but... I could have sworn he fought against White Tiger. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. First time meeting Master Org, yeah, that was with the Elephant Sword. Um, but no, uh, but yeah, um, uh, like his first proper fight with um, Master Org in this episode, and um, we get like hints that the that they in this episode that they may have more in common than they initially thought. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. So. Oh, oh yeah, oh you're back, Fex. Yep, yep. Uh, Tapping out. Okay. All right. So, so, where are we at? Uh, we're at episode. Uh, so we have Bear Necessities, which which was episode seven, a episode nine, where we have the Soul Bird hatching. Okay, cool. And becoming the new new cockpit for new cockpit for the Megazords. So, uh, Soulbird and Mommy Shayla save the day was the note I had here. Uh, the puns in this one were top tier. Um, like, I, I agreed with you here for a moment because, like, they, they, the orcs were knowing how to ride the train, uh, in Yeah, travel. yeah, because Jinjak says, ever since I, ever since I was an org, I've always wanted to be a train conductor. No trains existed 3,000 years ago! Yeah, this was a weird one. Is Tyler okay? He's been pretty quiet. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Tyler's okay. I just, uh, I, I was, I cracked my neck and then it like, uh, my neck started to hurt and it like shot up into my forehead. Ooh, I got a bit of a headache. That. Ouch! I, I hate when that happens. Um, so, um, we we got top tier sound mixing this episode, which is a rarity because you, sometimes there's just like lag. Uh, between like sound effects and like dialogue, so I, as a sound engineer, I was really pleased with this one. Um, oh, also one thing I want to say is that um, during this watch through of Wild Force um, Discord, you've got uh, you've got to uh, fix the whole fix the whole issue with the coloring. I mean, it it got better once I updated my graphics drag for a second time. But I do believe, like, there was still some color saturation issues. I don't know if it's a Discord thing, it's a copyright thing, if it's, like, all those other random bullshit. Because, like, Crunchyroll doesn't work through here, so we can't, like, stream um, shows for Crunchyroll on here. Well, actually, Crunchyroll's working for me now. Okay. It wasn't working for me the other night, so that was... It might be a U.S. thing. Um, I mean, we're stupid when it comes to copyright. Um... Yeah, fucking but, Netflix doesn't work. Oh, um, don't get even get me started on Voodoo, Netflix. Voodoo, a lot of these other sites just blah block that. Maybe it's like a copyright related thing that we're doing here or testing out. I don't know. Um, but it was better near the end. Um, 
once uh, NVIDIA decided to update it again, the, the drivers again. Um, but I do agree that is a fucking stupid glitch that we were experiencing at some point. I, uh, I, I loved one thing in here above everything else, and that was Danny getting buried by bananas. <laughs> Yes, we we mentioned the whole buried by bananas thing. Uh, yeah. when we were talking about the last episode. But one thing I did love about this: a bear and a bear. What does that make you, Goldilocks? God, yes. Um, um, and also the org general in this episode looking like Thousand Eyes Restricts. God, yeah, no, fucking hell. I, yeah, wonder, but, I wonder, like, fully how many ideas came from this season for other shows, too. Cause... Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Um, but there is one other, other thing that's interesting about this episode is that um, the general, Rinatax, was the personal bodyguard of Master Org 3,000 years ago. But when he sees, like, the modern-day Master Org, he's like, who are you? So that gives it, like, this is not the original Master Org right, um, very early on. Yeah, no, they were dropping hints left and right this season of, like, this is an imposter, but it's not really an imposter fully, it's just an imposter partially. Yeah, um, it's, uh, I said that, uh, I said this to, um, well, I said this about Sanaka, but it could be, it could apply, it could apply the same for Master Org as well, um, is that, um, is that it's kind of like a, um, Bakora, um, Bakora and, uh, Yami Bakora slash Sork situation. Yeah, no, like, it, it very well could be. Uh, we, do, we don't know fully, like, what the actual line was between, um, like, good and bad Master Orc, like, the, the Adler's version and the, the actual, like, canonized version of Master Orc, yeah. so to speak. I would say, I would probably say that, um, the can, uh, the canonized version of Master Orc was probably just, um, evil in terms of like it was just his nature at the time whereas like the adler master org was just no no he is just straight up insane yeah because like as we progress we watch his mind basically deteriorate from the power of the seeds um like full-on deteriorate to where he's like begging to be finished off um well like this is the story about a wolf now right um it, I, I can't. Oh, ooh, I, edgy twink time. Edgy twinks. Yep. So we have um, Senaku um, um, first appearance and also General Nazor. Um, we oh, have wait, the generic oh, creep. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, fur furries first. <laughs> furries first. Yep. Okay, furries. okay, okay. Go ahead. Go on. Oh no, I'm just making a joke. Oh, okay, oh, okay. alright. Uh, so, yeah, I had, um, yeah, uh, generic creepy music whenever we're building up to Sanaku's reveal. Vacuum cleaner org for all your sucking jokes. Listen, <laughs> listen, I, we can all use a good blowy. <laughs> yeah, they got really blowed on in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I've got to like, say... I wonder, I wonder if any of the uh, Zords tried to use the vacuum as a penis pump. Probably. Um, but I've got to say, um, as a kid, I still loved it. And as an adult, I still love it. Sanaku's design is just straight up awesome. Oh, God, yes. Yes, very much so. Uh, I, I honestly, like, Zenaku 
as the edgy twink of this episode, but before Merrick shows up and becomes the edgiest of all edgy twinks. Uh, we'll get to more uh, from that later on. But, like, there... I love Zenaku's fucking design, first off. Like, full-on edgelord twink. Perfect design. Going through his emo face right as Hawthorne Heist is dropping the emo national anthem. Sorry. Sorry, Black Parade. Ohio was for lovers. This was first. Uh, we'll always go back to that. Uh, and no dashboard confessional, so you don't get to be in there. Uh, I I had I I had to get that clip. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I fucking I I love what Zenaku's motivation slash lore is in this uh scene, right? Because we have the manifestation of guilt and hatred for everything that's transpired here because Merrick failed his like role here he he sacrificed everything by giving up his humanity and now he feels his internalized guilt towards like almost killing his team and then have to be sealed away but he also like has like this fucking almost angst build up from 3,000 years of being sealed away and now wants to do evil essentially it's kind of weird I kind of fuck with it um but also like there is something to be said about that mask itself like how it's designed right because it, it seemed like there was more going on once we get to the backstory of this like, there might have been more relics that wouldn't have been so evil that we never utilized. I wish Zagetsu was here to kind of lead on to the Sentai version of this. Maybe we'll get some input later on on that. Because um, it seemed like that area had more than just the one mask, you know? Yeah. So, did he choose that because he was already predestined to be a little bit edgy evil? Or what was really going on here? Um... You know what? I don't really know. Yeah, no, like, that's where Zangetsu's, like, Sentai lore would come and play. Uh, we'll wait till he gets yeah. his turn done, and we'll yeah. kind of cycle um, that. But also, as well, the one thing that is just, like, really creepy in this episode is when the elephant sword just disappears, where it's, like, it does its roar, and then it's, like, and then just... Right, no. Um... I can remooks while we're in a recording. Cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, and, uh, and also, I did. I wanted to do the One Piece thing here because this actually is appropriate. And on that day, the Wild Force Rangers were completely and utterly defeated because, yeah, he legitimately just stops them all completely. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's there's nothing left. There's nothing left from them. Um. For a good to the while. point that in the to the point in the next episode where they're actually healing from the injuries. Like, in the next episode, Cole gets a broken arm. Yeah, Cole gets a broken arm. Uh, but, well, like, we see that Zanaku is a fully evil later on, too, because he's treating Alyssa's wounds as well. Uh, which mm -hmm. is kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, we... Uh, as we, we go on with the Zanaku arc, right? Um... Yeah, um, and 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 also love the fact that um, they ask Sheila like, "How did you not know about this?" 
but she used the excuse of like, I was asleep for 3,000 years. Like, you can't keep using that as an excuse. Oh, absolutely. But they, they will. Like, in fucking 3,000 years is fucking a long-ass time, you know? Um, but, like, also, let's be realistic here. 3,000 years, you you have to know that there's a bunch of Zords missing. You have to know, like, what went on right before you fell into a deep slumber. Like, this, the shit that should be obvious she's ignoring or choosing to withhold information that could help the Rangers for some reason, and we find out later on that maybe, 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 uh, her Merrick were a thing, and then they continue to be a thing a little bit until the, the end of the season, and then she kind of sets him on his way like a little boy toy. Um... So is is Princess Shayla like the first fuck girl? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it just dawned on me. Like she used Merrick for three thousand years, basically, and just set him free. Like I'm not interested in you anymore because you're a human. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, is it Shayla human? Yeah, uh, kind of. Let me I think. let me have a look. Or is she a deity, technically? And did she get freaky with Animus in the 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 like Zord form or whatever? Not not like the other, the Dream form. Using uh, <laughs> my words wisely, so we maybe get some sort of ad revenue for this video. <laughs> uh, but like Jesus Christ, that's so crazy! Like. It's stupid. Like, it's very stupid. Um, but Sinaku with well, skirt goes spinny. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, apparently in the Sentai, she's a one thousand um, and twenty-two year old shaman. <laughs> so I guess she's not human. Isn't shaman just technically a role? I don't know. I, I don't know. This is so confusing about Sheila. Like, like I'm sorry. Isn't technically Katara's mom a fucking shaman too? I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. It's, it's so just like a magical being or somebody that has powers technically. Like, Ah, fuck it. It's Power yeah. Rangers. I'm thinking too deeply into this bullshit. <laughs> you, you are. Um, well, hey, that's the fun of it. Think, think as deep as you want. But one thing that isn't deep is that Jinjax and Toxica being whiny about Sinaku. It's like, we were here before him and then he shows up. Yeah, no, I, I agree with him, though. Like, we were here first. Pay attention to us. Me, 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 me. Until, like, they start realizing, like, wait a minute. Why are we obeying the, the not Master Org org? Yeah. <laughs> um, and also in this episode, we have Senaku playing the flute to summon his, uh, to summon his swords, the alligator, the hammerhead, and the wolf. Uh, and yet there was still no... Well, technically there was a swordfish sword, now that I think about it, but it wasn't a proper swordfish sword that I, that I think of when I think of a swordfish. Yeah, I agree with you there, though. Like, it's it's kind of weird. Now, it, you know what's weird about this whole season? Everybody gets three swords except for mm -hmm. one. Max. He only gets the uh, the shark and the giraffe. 
give him another sword. Give him the give him the Stingray sword or the Zebra sword or the Peacock. Just give him something. Right, no, like there there's a lot there that I wish would have happened. And then there's like a bunch more Zords that should have happened that didn't because it would make more sense for the actual ranger themselves right like the whole theme with max is like water because his first shark zord is a shark so why not give him the stingray that pops up later on in the finale or the fucking Um, the swordfish or like i mean okay let's look let's look at let's look at all uh all the swords that they get so like we have cole who has the lion the gorilla and the falcon i guess you could say the theme about them is like they're either the most powerful most majestic or they're like the or their theme is in the combinations they are like the big centerpiece. Yeah. Or, or I guess you could uh, argue, like, because the lion's the king of the jungle, uh, I guess the gorilla's the king of the trees and the falcon's the king of the skies. Hmm. Neck, 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 neck. Yeah. Um, and then you have Taylor, who has the two bear swords eagle and then and the, the eagle and the bears. So what, what would be con- the connection with them? God, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, at least with Danny, it makes sense because he has the bison, the rhino, and the armadillo, which uh, obviously uh, is indicative of the earth. But then yeah. you have Alyssa, who has the tiger, the deer, and the elephant. They don't have a theme either. Yeah, but like tiger, majestic cat. Why not give her like a leopard? Because you have the leopard with animus. You have, like, a gazelle, maybe, because that's considered a majestic animal as well. Like, there's there's other or things. Give her, or, heck, give, give her the giraffe. Yeah, no, like, that's also considered a majestic creature in its own right. And then you could give the, well, I guess elephants, well, but, uh, whether or not something is of majesty is kind of subjective, though. Yeah, no, you're right, um... It's weird, right? Um, like, there, there's no themology between, like, the Zords that they get as they went throughout the season. Uh, but I, I do I do like that they got multiple Zords, though, because it, it fucking is, you know, very helpful to create all these different combinations. Like, because we get, like, as we go on, we have the Kongazord, we have the Isis Megazord, you know, there, and then, like, Animus pops up randomly. Um, it's, it's fucking cool to see, like, these different combinations and, like, they, them swapping out body parts to meet different needs, right? Like, we have the, the stupid armadillo thing that's a soccer ball. No, yeah. oh, the armadillo sword the is the most. The armadillo sword is stupid as shit, and I will fucking no, die I, on that hell. No, I love the armadillo sword. Like it's just a little. The it's just a little. Stupidity is the point, and it is maj- and it is amazing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how can you not? How can you not love it? Going <laughs> with its little nose. Yeah, um, but it is. It is like one of the most ridiculous things in this franchise to date. Um, 
I'm sure we'll get more ridiculous things. We have. Oh, like, we'll get mo- more ridiculous things. I thought Circuit was stupid, but like, <laughs> but Circuit's you, an owl. Circuit's just a robot owl. How like, is that stupid? But like, the whole side plot with Circuit was what was stupid. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, there's not a problem with Circuit. It's there's not a problem with Circuit himself. <laughs> That's a problem with Circuit's writing. Yeah. Also, his design yeah. is just wacky, but like, it, it's not as egregious as something like fucking Gose, uh, which we'll get to. Oh, oh, don't even get me started on Gose. Uh, we'll get to that in probably. We'll get to. We'll get to. We'll get to that. Um, Gose, more like, uh, more like, go away. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> um, Both are valid. But yeah. But yeah um. And also the other Megasword that we have in this season, the Predasword, um, which when formed has the stupid alligator with its mouth um, uh, gaping out. Yeah, like, 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 I get the whole, like, animal head being a chest is nothing new, especially when it comes to, like, Mecha. But, but like... That's a whole alligator head sticking out of its chest. And, like, the, the lion head never jutted out like that. Or right. Like... Yeah. But also in this episode, we have another justice for Danny with his efforts with the books and bikes of Alyssa. It's just like, Danny, you can take my bikes to the Animarium. Like, oh, actually, Danny, take all these books as well. And then nobody helps him out. Right. So like, Danny, just give Danny, give Danny an ice cream already. Danny needs more than an ice cream. Danny needs to get laid. Um, yeah. Um, like they all just... deserve, they all deserve some time off after what all they fucking went through. To be honest, like if there was ever a Ranger team that deserved a single fucking day off, it's this Ranger team. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, Agreed. Like Time Force signed up for it. These these guys just got roped into it. <laughs> well, uh, hey, by the end of the season, they can have uh, Danny and Danny and Max have that. Yeah, like they 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 get their vacation bro time. Like that that's really super wholesome. Um, yeah. Um, but also as well, um, uh, we showed in this episode with Sanako after he takes the giraffe sword. You can't take that. It's yours. Whatever I possess is mine. So it's mine now under the Fighter's Keeper's Clause. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, or the five-second rule. <laughs> like, it's fucking... <laughs> I, I, yeah. I love that we had the, the like, the no-takesy-backsies kind of shit going on here. Um, but, like, we also, like, very quickly after that saw his fucking, like, uh, Megazord as well, which he summoned with a boomerang flute. <laughs> I know, right? Which know. is so fucking crazy that Merrick didn't get that when he kind of came back, right? Like, he, he, he just he said pulled... he got a pull cue. Yeah, he got a fucking pull cue. Which is dumb as dirt. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some snooker here, everybody. Anybody anybody wanna fucking rack them for me? Practicing the same shot over and over again, too. That's what's so fucking hilarious about. <laughs> I love yeah. I love that later on like he gets a second shot. <laughs> oh yeah, that he only uses one time. Um for plot relevance alone. 
yeah, for plot relevance alone. But yeah, so the episode after the Predasword um come um uh, is revealed, we have Motorcycle Org, which is a stupid name. Um, and we also have Toxica and Jindrax sitting this one out because they're like, Do you think we should help Tanaku? Nah. Nah, he's kind of taking our, our role, our stick. Fuck him, let him get beat. Yeah. Um, and then Sanako being like, Oh, princess, what's with that necklace? Why do I remember it? And uh, uh, and I'm just there like, uh, It couldn't be possibly because you're the one that gave it to her. Mm-hmm. I, I but, love that the, the necklace also comes back later on as well. Oh yeah, regard. the necklace is just not that it is not, is there not just for like, Hey, it's a pretty necklace. Right. It's not just like a piece of jewelry for her to wear that means something sentimental. It's actually kind of important to the plot. Um, um, but also as well in this episode, a rarity for the franchise, actual blood. Yeah, no, like, we don't see that often. Um, and it's fucking always surprising when we do. Uh, but what's fucking crazy to me is in the same... Same episode here where we see that Zenaku kind of has a little bit of humanity left. He also sends the dog away that he saves, right? He's like, yeah, that's in that's in the next episode. Yeah, that's after the next one. That um, oh, in in the one that you're talking about, the Shayla Zenaku backstory. I skipped ahead a little bit too far in my notes. Um, we we see Shayla and Zenaku's backstory a little bit, and we have the high school logo style ultimate attack. It looks like the stupid fucking high school, like you know the the class logos. Uh, like um, I don't know if you you have them over in the UK, but like you have like the, the basically like the Fiverr logos you see today, right? Of like, hey, this is our mascot or our, our school icon, like or oh yeah 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 yeah. We see that for the first time here, um, and we start seeing it more often. As we went on. I don't know why they didn't do that from the start. Because you would see like the logos on the fucking jackets and shit. Right? But they never really utilized it. So they did here. Um, but um, yeah. That's all I have for episode 13. Um, yeah. And then we have episode 14. Which um, um, showcases Danny's green finger. Because it's like. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack you lawnmower. And then lawnmower's like. Don't do that to my lawn. And then he's like. Oh, it's okay. I'll, I'll fix this now. Wait a second. Why am I apologizing to an org? Right? It's, it's silly, but it makes perfect sense. Like, he he takes care of the... Uh... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've just got to say one thing. Yeah, Animus, you have a ranger here that takes care of the environment. Right? Like, the dude literally has, has a green thumb. Like, yeah. The dude literally, like, worked in a flower shop. Yeah, so Animus, what do you have to say to Danny? Huh? Huh? Oh, we'll get to that point when we get to it. I'm, uh-huh. I'm skipping ahead there because I just hate that, that friggin' episode of Adam. Okay, calm down, Luke. Calm down, Luke. <laughs> so the only other episode, uh, only other notes I had for this episode were Animus coming back. And then we had Doggy. We had Senaku's Doggy in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yep, Doggy, but it doesn't stay for long because he just sends him away. Yeah, and it's like, no, no, don't send the doggy away. He could be, the, he could be the dog sword. Yeah, he could be, but no, 
not gonna happen. Uh, I like to I like to believe at the end of the series he reunites with the dog. Oh yeah, I mean, well, while if Cole can reunite with the dog at the end of the season that he met in the first episode, I'm sure Merrick can. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. fucking, it's still weird though. Like, you're a wolf. You you you're literally like a spirit of a wolf. Why are you sending the dog away? Wouldn't it make sense to have him in your wolf pack? Um, but maybe because. He doesn't want the dog to get hurt, and the only way he knows how to protect people is by keeping them away from him. Yeah, that could be. That very much could be. I I don't know. There's a lot of weird choices in the season for that kind of stuff. Um, but it's not as egregious as other stuff. And then we find out Zenaku is Merrick in the next episode. And yeah, we, we we hear like the the tale from three thousand years ago. Uh. But also as well, the all the um, confusing nature of Senaku. So, if Senaku works like a werewolf, why doesn't Senaku turn into Merrick during the day? That's a good question, and that the the answer is they didn't want to think about it too deeply. Um, and also as well, how does uh, because Shada says that oh. Um, Animus told her, her three thousand years ago after Master was defeated what happened to uh, what happened to Merrick and Senaku. But Sena- uh, Animus was destroyed before Mer- uh, before Merrick became Senaku. So how does he know that? Different writers in the writers' room for different episodes. Who the fuck knows? It's Power Rangers. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to try yeah. and figure that one uh, out. Uh, and also as well, uh, oh, Song gets his back. So we're on the episode, um, so it gets to where it's revealed that Merrick is um, Senaku. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also so as well... Into, uh, well, I more d- of, like, you know, being, like, his sock puppet. Yeah. Um, but I just want to say, so not, um, uh, not Songetsu, um, that... Yeah, we have uh, uh, we have a counter argument for the whole um, humans are destroying the uh, planet because of pollution. Danny, because he protects the environment, he's got a green finger. I, I feel like all right. We're... We need like six billion more Dannys. Oh, yeah, I would love six million billion more Dannys. <laughs> um, but yeah, my other notes for this episode were. Deus Ex Machina ending with just the armadillo and rhino sword coming completely out of nowhere. Yeah, and there was something else we were going to ask Sangetsu, and I've completely forgot. It was about um, Sanaku's design in the Sentai. Oh, right. Were there more relics meant to be there in that episode? Like, we see the mask, but it seemed like there was more relics in that same temple where he pulled that from. Were, were there any more things in um... the Sentai counterpart or no? No, it's basically one for one. Okay. Yeah, it's just like... He he's... just becomes edgy twink for the sense of plot. Well, he's it's like he's he is a orc, so he's just like a mask orc. So, yeah, he's just a spirit that possesses a mask. The others possess other objects, and not really that, like, random. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um... Uh... Armadillo Zord X Machina was my other yeah. note for this episode. Yeah. Because even though I we... do adore the armadillo. Could have been like, oh my my friend like, oh I just woke up. What's going on? Oh shit, my friends are in danger. I'm helping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um 
no idea why the princess runs off when the sh- when the rangers are calling after uh, after Merrick. No clue. Yeah, she wants and to also hide the relationship. I guess maybe she's freaking out because her boo is uh, is around. Yeah, and also as well, we have quite possibly the weirdest way to end an episode. Mm-hmm. It just stops. It really does just stop here. It's like you have Cole um, going Merrick, Merrick, and then you just say next time I'll power this rifle. So it's like what, what? He wanted Mayor to know next time. <laughs> next time. I'll get you next time, everyone. Yeah. And speaking of next time in the episode where Merrick does become the Lunar Wolf Ranger, Sheena has a different actor in the next time trailer making up lines. <laughs> I hate when they do that. It's like, you but didn't no, say I, that. I think... I think um, I think that is actually meant to be Shader's original actor that was initially cast. Probably was. But, like, it it didn't end up happening because of reasons, I guess. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, there's nothing on the wiki to to explain what actually happened. Right? It's weird. Um... Uh, What were you going to say, Tyler? I was gonna say, uh, uh, Shayla's original actress, uh, lost her car keys. Mm, I guess, uh, but yeah, here's what it says. Here's what it says on the uh, on the wiki for Princess Shayla. Princess Shayla was originally played by Natasha. Alice had had a completely different appearance, um, which uh, which had more of a pink and white bit, uh, white costume as opposed to just plain white, uh, but was cast for no re- but was recast for no reasons, and she already filmed a couple of episodes before she was recast. Weird. I guess maybe she couldn't commit to the season, and that was and that was just the reason. Maybe like a family emergency happened. And she probably couldn't... it. It's probably more than likely that. Huh. But yeah, that's the only reason I can think on top of my head. Of yeah, it's, like speculating I think it, weird stuff, but that's, yeah, that's the more likely reason. Yeah, I think it, I think you're right. It was probably just a family emergency. Um. So yeah, we have um, America's the Lunar Wolf Ranger who plays pool for some reason. He invented pool. Yes, he <laughs> he's the original pool player. He probably uh, did in in their universe, like in the Ranger yeah. universe. I and don't know. I said this um, during our watch of this episode, but um, but uh, when I was younger, I wanted to be the Green Wild Force Ranger with the crocodile, the swordfish, and uh, the uh, and the cheetah at uh, the cheetah. I think it was. Um, and I even had my own. I even had my own theme. It was like Thrashing Crocodile because you know how they have Blazing Lion, Noble Tiger, all of that. I had Thrashing Crocodile. I can't believe I still remember this to this day. And my theme would have been golf related. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I was such a nerd back then. You're still a nerd. I'm still a nerd. I know. But yeah, but, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, I do. I find it stupid, but hey, I love playing pool. And, Mer- uh, and Merrick, I want uh, I place fifty p down on your pool table. I want the laser pool next. <laughs> yeah, I I find it funny that like 
after after the last episode, right, where we just randomly end off, we get right back to like Merrick having this day to day life, and we have like this fucking crazy moment where we see one of I think only two instances where we see a soul beatdown, right? Because Merrick single handedly beats this org, right? And I think the only other time we see something like that is in a human form in Cosmic Fury. Am I yeah? Am I wrong in that? No, I think I think you're actually right. Uh, I mean, we still. Uh, I mean, um, thinking about it. I mean, there is one other incident, but I don't think it counts in Dino Thunder. Um, but no, I think for just a straight up monster, I think you're actually right. So we ha- we have like the two edgy boys being <laughs> the sole instances of fucking single handed beatdowns. Yeah. That's um, fucking wild. But yeah, uh, I'll be I- I'll be right back. Tarek and Merrick, the uh, you ju- your name to get your win has to end in Eric. Um, so when we inevitably get like Tommy's kid uh in the reboot, we'll we'll have another one. Um. But like th- this is also like the another weird cutoff point for this episode because we see him hand off like the fucking orbs, the animal orbs that he stole, and then just fucks off, and then that's basically the end of the episode. Like it's it's crazy that like the the Merrick arc basically hard cuts to endings until like he officially joins the team, and something I kind of noticed as we continue through this um and like uh we're having Mary. So he kind of like grudgingly like it was like oh i'm not i'm not gonna like stick around y'all too much but here i'm gonna sing to the deer sword yeah <laughs> it's it, <it's> <laughs> show up every morning i'm gonna show up every morning oh uh, it's to- 5 a.m it's time to sing to the deer sword i gotta i gotta <laughs> sit here serenade the deer and sit with my waifu um, and then I got to also the, in like them singing to the deer sword is plot important. Yeah, but then <laughs> in like in two hours, I got to beat up some random bar thug and get free room and board for the rest of the season. And then I got to do the the R and B um hip hop night every weekend. <laughs> it's stupid, fucking stupid. Uh. Uh, my other note for this, like, mini-arc here is just, like, no more rapping monsters. Please make this stop. It's ne- it's never been funny. I'm, I'm in agreement. It, it's never been funny. It's never been cool. It, no more cultural appropriation. No more tikis. No more rapping monsters. No more pigs. No more pizza. Let's move on from this this shitty little... No, no more pizza. <laughs> and Viparis. More Viparis, yes. less pizza. More pizza. <laughs> we need more... We need more rangers getting baked into deep dishes. But, um... Um... Uh, my general notes... And just on Merrick in general... I like I like the Zanaku arc. I like Merrick as a character. It's just frustrating to just see him be all, oh, I can't be around you guys. 
He's Even Sasuke before Sasuke. I cannot forgive myself. Well, he has a region to be edgy. Yeah. He has more like, reason. Like, you goddamn edgy twink. Stop it. It's what? like, Sasuke, like, you could have, like, easily, like, done your, like, your goal better had you, like, teamed up with people. Well, I mean, he did, and then he casually tried to murder everyone he teamed no, up with. No, I mean, actually team up with people, not trying to use them as tools. Fair enough. Um... Tyler, why are, why are you complaining about edgy twinks when your your Discord status is besieged by edgy twinks? <laughs> that means I'm frustrated by them. You're frustrated by. So, what episode are we talking about? We're wrapping up the the Merrick slash Zenaku arc, heading into episode eighteen. Here, uh, we end this up by Shayla handing Merrick a jacket, and that's basically it. Um, oh, what starts up on episode eighteen? Oh, uh, I had I, I had uh, I had my um, uh, my notes for this episode. So Merrick's new home with Willie, uh, mm-hmm. the bartender, which is a shame he didn't really get to do anything. Um, Substantial in the series of then teach Merrick that. Yeah, he move. doesn't really interact with the other Rangers that much either. There's just like a few scenes of what them like around him yeah. and Bar- like, would, later I... on, but that's about it. It's just kind yeah. of, kind of black. Yeah, because there's a, there's a, I know he's quite charmed to the ca- character, even though he's incredibly minor. Um, yeah, it could have been like a second home. Like, it could have been. It could have been like. He could have been like a, 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 a an early type character. Um, so yeah, no, we no, have he could he could have been Ernie type, or he could have just been like a, a secondary mentor for the Rangers to like kind of transition back into being humans at the end too. Yeah, if uh, if I was rewriting uh, Wild Force, I would have definitely had him like um, I would have actually had him um, find out about Merrick's situation that. Uh, I think he kind of got the hints as the plot progressed yeah. a bit. Yeah, but I would have, I would have preferred like he just straight up told him, and then he was, he was someone who in certain episodes could have been like, "Hey, I'll integrate you into modern day society." Yeah, I mean, uh, that that, that would have been nice. Um, it's a shame we didn't yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's just like immediately like snapping the finger. I get it. Yeah. Also, uh, what the heck was he doing like around that where like that warehouse in that one episode? I'm sure. Yeah, okay, that was kind of interesting. That he was just what was he doing? Room. Maybe that's where he gets supplies for the bar. Maybe, yeah. Um, no, but- he was like randomly fixing on something. I was like, you don't work here. <laughs> I guess he gets around a bit. Um, but also, as well, in this episode, we have American Shooter basically being a Lancelot and Guinevere type relationship. Hmm. Uh, and also, we have the rapping orc. Uh, like I said, no more rapping. No more rapping monsters. No uh, more rapping monsters. No more rapping in the theme song. Yeah. And I'm looking all... at you, Operation Overdrive. Oh, we'll get to that theme song. Uh, which, by the way... Um, I don't know about you guys, but I do generally love the Wild Force theme song. It is. Oh yeah, it is really good. I like the yeah. guitar. I know, Tyler, you have a different opinion. What? About the Wild Force theme song. Uh, it's not bad, I just prefer the one that we got at the end of Time Force. 
Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. The one that was at the end of Time Force was better. Um, but again, it's all about copyright and money. Um, yep. And also, we have laser disc cutters, which don't look anywhere as big as what real laser discs look like. There's some laser discs that are smaller. Yeah, there are Not different many. Size. Um, I think Dune was one that was like a short, smaller one. Uh, the OG Dune. Uh, my uncle had that <laughs> back in the day. Um, along with the OG cut of Star Wars, A New Hope on Laserdisc. Um, yeah, just random, random Vex packs. Uh, I don't remember if they were actually smaller or not, but I seem to remember them being smaller than the other ones he had in his collection. Uh, yeah. But when you're so, like five at the time, you don't really know the difference in size as well. <laughs> um, the the signal org is dumb as hell because it's yep, just another I, it has, memory thing again. For the fifty billionth time, that was my memory erasure for the fifty billionth time. Yep. Uh, we just instantly also remembered things without any help whatsoever, or like. Just instantly trusting the people surrounding us while we're confused is the most dangerous thing of all. <laughs> yeah. And we also have a family, the Johnson family, with the father called John Johnson. I don't want to think about a name. He's just going to be John Johnson. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I guess someone wants to have their Johnson be touched. <laughs> Okay then. Uh <laughs> yeah. Uh I'll, I uh, it just reminds me of that of the you and your Johnson ad. God. You, your mates and your Johnson. <laughs> I have no knowledge of that ad. I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh Master yeah. Org is a human reveal. This was the episode yep. where we got it. Yeah, and then he's like, Oh crap, my identity's revealed. Uh quick change staff and turn them into minus zombies, Jindrax and Toxica. Um, but also as well, we have Cole um, having to have the bad day ripped off about him never ne- never being able to reunite with his parents. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really know you don't really know how to feel in that situation. Like, hey, I'm feeling so optimistic that I'll search for my parents. Like, no, they're dead, Cole. Uh, wanna go grab a beer, Master Or? I mean, uh, Mr. Adler? Kinda need to pick your brain a little bit here. Uh, I know, I, I know a nice place where my friend uh, just kinda crashes at night. <laughs> yeah, and he does stuff on a Saturday night for Willie. Uh, which, we'll get into, we'll get into that point when, when we get to that particular episode. <laughs> Cause I just find it so hilarious, like, the posters just randomly, um, put just on this construction site. <laughs> Yeah, it means I guess he's been poking fun at it too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. So, and of course, the episode after that, we have uh, a Max episode, um, uh, focusing on him being a bowling master. Yeah. Yeah, a bowling master. Um, but also, well, um, why did Max? Um, uh, why didn't Max tell his coach that? Hey. I've got something to point to. It involves saving the world. Yeah, it's it's weird, right? Because 
Like, I'm sure he would have understood to some degree what the fuck was going on. Because it's not unknown that Rangers exist at this point. Because he just have casually, like, the Time Force Rangers showing up. A fucking light, uh, yeah, light speed showing up. It's it's just known that they exist in this universe. Uh, uh not to all, not to all Ranger teams, as we'll as we'll find out right, with the next right, right. season. But like these, these like post Zordon ones seem to be like sort of connected, and then the the other ones seem to have some knowledge of some of them, but not all of them. It's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, like. I'm sure if he said, I'm a Power Ranger, and just, you know, was honest at, at this point, he wouldn't have been met with such douchery. But instead, we got the douchery. Um, yeah, and also the bowling puns. Fuck the bowling puns. They were stupid. We got, uh, he got, uh, well, the bowling god got gutted. Oh. Uh, and then, that was really all I had for that episode. Yeah, there was a whole lot to this one. Uh, yeah, but also, also, uh, oh, there was one other note that I didn't put down. Um, Max letting the, Max letting the, um, uh, uh, kid line slide for, just for once. He's like, he gets one, basically. Yeah, because uh, I was like, he's not a kid. It's like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. He can have that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, yeah, we have the episode with uh, Daddy's love interest learning his identity, which really shouldn't be a surprise considering he literally wears the jacket that advertises, I'm the Black Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um. And I ha- and Merrick having the magical healing sword for some reason. Why? <laughs> because not? when the because when the when the uh, when, uh, when the brides are mannequins, he's just like, oh, let me use my magical healing sword. Uh, like how um, Magna Angelman has the Magna Antidote to turn people back from being dolls. Right, because you know he knew immediately that this would work and not fucking kill the random civilians somehow. I uh, I. I just did not like that. It's fucking weird. Uh, we have a potentially trans monster. Um, I know, right? Because uh, didn't they call the monster a a, a he? Yeah, but like, obviously, but it didn't. has a fem- but it has a female voice. Yeah, so uh, female to male trans monster, maybe. I don't, I don't know what we were actually going for here. Um, to be completely honest. It's it's weird um, to like not have any clarification or like any nuance to that really, uh, but also it was two thousand four, so I'll let it slide. Um, we also had the Twat Waffle Rival episode that we get every season here. Uh, where douchey rich guy tries to get the girl by being douchey and rich with connections. Uh, here, here we go. Here we go. Here, um, despite having a female voice actor, Wedding Dress Org was repeatedly referred to as a he. This is because her Gal Ranger counterpart is male. Ah, so they were utilizing the pronouns from the Gal Ranger, but um, the voice from the um. 
from the yeah. voice actor. If it weren't for wedding dress org referring to herself as a bride, she would be presumed to be male based on the pronoun usage. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um... Yeah, um, but what is it? What isn't interesting, and what's actually frustrating is Power Rangers gate give Joel Miss Fairweather, but Danny does not get Kendall. That's fine because she'll never appear again. No, we Danny has to have the win. Jo- she really he has- does. It's still she was meant she was meant to be on that round the world trip with max and danny but Mm -hmm. she never went and it's frustrating yeah it really is um because he deserved he pursued he did all the things properly he wasn't a creep he didn't fucking basically stalk for like multiple episodes he didn't fucking become this massive douchebag when he wasn't getting his way. He didn't assume that every other male in her life was a fucking potential rival, right? He just literally tried to get the girl the entire time. But because he has the responsibilities of being a ranger, he doesn't get the girl. Yeah. Um, and don't worry, Joel. Your time will come when we do the tier list on the Rangers of the Post Sword on Era. <laughs> Instant is here. Instant. It is coming. It is coming, Joel. You are coming. Yep. He. He. I'm sure he is coming. Um. Because he Mm. actually fucking got the girl. Yeah. So. Um. So the next episode after that one, uh, we get uh, Alyssa's dad, Uh who somehow knows the growl phone number. Yeah. Which is fucking insane. Yeah, because uh, I I honestly want to know what the growl phone number actually is. It's like, is it like eight seven five seven six, uh, or is it like one of those stupid numbers? Uh, like, I'll find the most stupid, ridiculous phone number eight, eight, that six, I've ever. Five seven three zero nine or some shit. No, no. Let, let me find it. I'll post it in uh, mod VC because it's from a British um, sitcom, but it's just an insanely long number. Oh God, no. Um, I honestly like this episode. This was a really cool episode. Um, because we we realize like Alyssa has like the world's busiest schedule because she's a college student. She's a Power Ranger. But she's still the most in tune with her abilities as a martial artist, right? And it's revealed that she was training essentially to kind of take over the dojo for her dad at one point in time. But she wanted to go to school in Turtle Cove and just... Oh, there God, we go. for the fucking IT crowd. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a Eight eight one nine 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 one nine seven two five three. Fucking Christ! I hate that's it. probably the number for the growl phone. If that's a number for the growl. Oh phone, wait, hundred three zero three three zero zero eight zero eight eight three zero zero three three zero eight three eight. I um. I find, like, Alyssa's dad to be the most chill parent in this franchise so far as well. Oh, like, absolutely. He's the best dad. Yeah. Like me. I was, uh, I was like, 
Uh, well, I guess you could say um, Captain Mitchell. Yeah, Captain Mitchell's the up there, too. best. Dad. Okay. Okay, Tyler. Okay. Oh, this is Dad, uh, Captain Mitchell, and then every other father combined. Um, yeah. Um, but I, initially, when we watched this episode, I was like, oh my god, are we going to get another asshole sensei? And we kind of did for a second. For a second before he was like, no, 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 I need to, to actually prove that, hey, if she wants a life that away from the dojo, she has to be tested. Mm-hmm. And, and also, it, go like ahead. The, like the fucking, at first, right, when it, when daddy gave the test, right, and she failed, it seemed like he was going to not let her go. But then he has to sit down with mommy and he's like, I gotta let her choose her own destiny kind of thing, which I love. I love that he let her pursue her own life. Even yeah. though she failed. Yeah. And, we're talking about martial arts father right now? Yeah, we're talking about martial arts father. Um, and also, I love the fact that he's not an idiot. He sees the White Ranger mimicking his daughter's movements. It's like, oh, I wonder if that's my daughter. Yeah, it is my daughter. Yeah, like, the the fact that he's not stupid is really helpful here. Like, I'm shocked at how quickly he caught on, because I'm so used to idiot adults of this franchise. You know? Yeah. Um, Like, Ernie, uh, Ernie should have caught on um, very, very early on that. Ernie's got, got, this is different, Ernie's got a lot of things to do. Man, he is—he was a busy guy. Well, so is dad. Well, Alyssa's dad has one thing going more, on. More so because this guy's like has a active business. He has to run. He has to check on and, stuff. And, and, he has and to and make sure no one's like constantly stealing his stuff. Like, and a, a dojo. And a dojo isn't a business. But, it's like, a business, has, but it's but like, you have more. different priorities when you run a dojo compared to, um, you know. An actual functioning business where you're taking cash and waiting on customers and also have to yeah. take care of, like, 85 kids that are running around acting like idiots because their parents don't want to put up with them. Yeah, because at that point, like, they're in his building. He's responsible for them. Mm-hmm. So he's got to be, like, the mentor. He's got to be doing inventory for the back room of the business for his smoothies. He's got to be making sure the equipment that he has in there for, like, the martial arts kids is maintained properly so they don't get fucking hurt. And he gets sued by a parent that didn't want to take care of their children in the first place. You know, you, you got to fucking babysit the kids that are there doing homework and trying to help them. So he's got to also keep up to date on, like, all the schooling bullshit and, like, what's going on there. Like, oh, is there an event today at school? Am I going to have an influx of kids coming in? Holy shit, how am I not losing my hair? And I'm- then he got, like, like charities and events in order to run and stuff. Yeah, okay, fair enough. More than taking care of like five snot nosed little brats that are fucking in a dojo. Fair enough, fair enough. But the other note I did have on this uh, episode is when uh, I think it was T- Max who said, Good choice, Taylor, when she threw him and Alyssa the black and bear swords. And I'm just there like, The bear swords are the only other sword she has. Yeah. She could have just thrown one of them. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we have the anchor out of nowhere. 
It is his weapon. Is no, let Kong go Let him have his banana anchors, okay? Banana anchors for the win. They are anchors shaped like bananas. Okay, you can have anchors shaped like bananas. I'll have rangers on rollerblades, thank you very much, with the Mega Battle mode. No, it's, 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 it's why, why you need the wheels when you can fly? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Um... Uh, so, yeah, uh, we also have, in the next episode, we have the Deer Sword and the Kong Sword using Seismic Toss. Yeah. Yep. But also we have a continuity uh, continuity issue with this episode because in the flashback we have Merrick there with the Ancient Warriors um, raising the Animarian, but he should have been in the tomb. So those were my only notes for the episode. Uh, I'm gonna think that, like the Rangers are like thinking about this event, and they have no idea the way. Like they're they're getting the story told to them, and they don't remember, and they don't know what sequence this stuff happens in. Yeah, and they imagine like all of them up there because <laughs> they were up there. Yeah, probably. Um. But uh, I don't know about you, Fex, but I didn't put Deer Sword being Deer Sword being an asshole. I put uh... he can be as much of an asshole as he wants to be. He is super important because without him, they don't really have like. I know. I I know Tyler. Healer. I know Tyler doesn't think highly of the Deer Sword. Yeah, he's muted right now. Yeah. Um... I I fucking like the Deer Zord in a way, right? Because it's an interesting concept. And Merrick being the white mage is also kind of fucking funny. Um, but I, I do find it absolutely hilarious that the Deer Zord just fucks off because he didn't get sung to for the entire time, right? Like, <laughs> of all the things that are going on right now... It's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't sing to me and play the flute, so I'm not going to help you right now. But you gotta see it from his perspective, though. It's just like, wait, where'd my friends go? Where, yeah. where did everybody go? Yeah, it's very valid from that perspective. <laughs> but like, also, it's oh, kind we, of... we talk about the deer sword. Yes. Yes, the precious, oh. precious boy. Yeah, yeah. We we were talking about the deer sword being an asshole. I hate the deer sword. We are on opposite poles today. I love the Deer Zord so much. <laughs> Deer Zord is best boy. The little spoiled brat of the Zord. He exactly. Be... He he knows his own worth. Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 he let's is like, like I am the white mage. <laughs> it's one thing to know your own worth. It's another thing to hold your entire team for ransom. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's I like, don't know these humans. <laughs> these humans might try to kill me for meat. <laughs> My robotic meat. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking around. I think he's a dickhead too, but I also love him dearly. <laughs> pun intended. Yes, yes, sure. Pun intended. It was, actually yeah. wasn't intended, but okay. Um, I, so I, then... I, I Go think ahead. Um, the only other thing for this is like finding out exactly who Master Org is. 
because uh, we knew he was a human, and now we know like it's Doctor Adler, right? That was the only other note here yep. that I have. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we have wings of Animarium, which gives us Cole's Battleizer, the Animarium armor. F finally, for the first time, it's not five episodes before the end. <laughs> right? No, it's... we needed five episodes. <laughs> Before they we end. need that instant, like quick boost of power, like a little, a little hit of coke, you know? Yeah. That's all. Um, yeah, you need you need to meet up with a like an ancient man in a cave. He'll give you like armor and cement boots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or or you'll or you'll have someone construct or uh, rollerblades, a, mo a motorcycle, yeah, a rollerblades. Mo now these will sink you to the bottom of the ocean if you don't come back with my payment. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll have someone construct a motorcycle for you. That's your battleizer. God, I fucking love it. I love the how, how did Car how did Carter not get at like back pain from uh, from carrying that thing? Uh, he's just built different, that's how. Superhuman strength from his suit. <laughs> like, honestly, that's the answer, but, like, yeah. But, yeah, the Animarium armor is absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite battle Oh, it's my favorite battle You thought it was the Mega Battle Mold? Nope, it's the Animarium armor. I'm sorry, my favorite has to be... <laughs> Cement boots all the way. <laughs> the cement boots serve no purpose. The they I know like... they don't. That's why I love it so much. Neither do <laughs> the should... roller skates. So shut up. No, no, the roller skates are awesome. You shut up, Flex. Well, we can argue to the cows come on about uh, about battle ice. No, but in seriously, I love the like the weird balance between like the supernatural with the high tech. Feel of the Valizer. Yeah, if there's one thing that can top the Animarium armor, it's the Falcon. It's the Falcon Summoner, the bow and arrow. I love that. That the Falcon Sword is just summoned by an uh, by be, by an archer. Uh, Volcano erupt. And also, there's inconsistencies about the number of wild swords on the Animarium because they're so only supposed to be five. So. Is it five? Is it six? Does the Falcon Sword count? You know they can move around, right? <laughs> I think Tyler's been trying to get a word in here. Oh, go Sorry, ahead. Sorry. I was about to say, uh, way of my two cents for my for the best for uh, favorite battleizer. I also really like uh, the Dino Knight armor from uh, Dino Fury. Oh yeah, that's. that's I thought that was too. a really good one. It's a good one too. Um, but, um, I, uh, have the only other knowledge here, uh, or note here of, like, this is where we get the Isis Megazord. Um, or, as I like to call it, the, uh, Megazord named after a, uh, named after a certain group. No, it's named after a god, this, they existed before, what, what that group is. Yep, yep. Uh, people need to stop giving power to these terrible people. Like, seriously. thank you. Um, yeah, this Isis was a goddess in Egypt for literally centuries before that group existed. Um, 
But anyway, uh, on to the team up, which is halfway through the season, uh, a little over halfway through the season. Uh, that's because we also have Forever Red later on. Uh, Our second team up, which is way later. Which I I love this team up. Um, oh, absolutely! It's the best team up, no question about it. I love this team it's up because it's good, we get... but I feel like Forever Red's overhyped. Yeah, well, Forever Red definitely does have its overhyping. Uh, I, I love the. I would argue this is better than Forever Red. I love this team up because we get to see Jin and Latex. So I mean, yeah, I would consider this one slightly better, but it's a two-parter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. If I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about the Time Force team up. My bad. Yeah, um, yeah, the Time yeah, Force team up. Uh, this is better than Forever Red. Yep, absolutely. Um, because of the uh, the the lovely um. Only because it doesn't use my use the metal heroes as like bad guys. That's why it edges it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my notes for this episode were: we have the mute orgs, half mutant, half orgs who speaking backwards talk. Um, Just be assholes. They can yeah. talk regular. Yeah. yeah. Eric. Eric still has an ego. Uh, we we have Wes and Eric being like life partners in the Silver Guardians. Um, changed my mind. Yeah. Which is which? Which um? Which was probably bought. Uh, which was probably the police force, which got integrated into the Silver Guardians by um Wes's dad. Yeah, more than likely. Um, um, we also have um Rancic um um be not being frozen, but it's more than likely he was unfrozen for this particular mission. Yep. Uh, we have uh a one-sided ass fight there at the beginning as well. They just get absolutely bodied. Um, we also have Spanky back. Yes, we have Spanky. the Spanky Trans Megazord. Well, one last time. Uh, oh, one uh, more spank for the road. One more yeah. nice little healthy. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a Megazord cannot be trans. End of. What about the Trans Megazord from Power Rangers Time Force? Damn right. Representation. Uh, uh, yeah. Transcontinental uh, but spanking. Yes. Yes. Um Name but we a also trans have... person that doesn't have a few kinks. Yeah. Uh you want the you want the trans megasword to spank you, don't you, Fex? Uh sure. Like I I'm no, sure I think just... he would die horribly. I no, would I would absolutely die, but I go out in style. That's a clip. Oh, Obviously, obviously, in one of the in one of the um, time force um, swords, not uh, not you, uh, not you. Um, no, if I die, I die, Luke. If I die, I die. <laughs> no, but uh, honestly, uh, we get Rancic's backstory here for like wh- how the Mutorgs were created, and we learn that Rancic is technically canonically the OG throat goat. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But um, I don't know why I pointed that out. <laughs> but my other note about the Gen special assignment gear for Time Force, which is just latex leather, I set, I put in brackets. It could give Pharaoh a Tema run for his money. <laughs> I I thank uh, you for pointing that out, Son Gatsu. But I yeah. just noticed, like he literally. <laughs> Like all three orcs like enter his mo- through their through his mouth and he like he just they're takes like it. like six feet tall each and like he took every foot. 
<laughs> so that's 18 foot feet of monsters went down his throat. That sounds so weird. <laughs> I love it. But also as well, we made the joke in this episode because Eric and Taylor um, flirt all the time. Flirting in front of the gorilla, especially in front of the gorilla. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, it's fucking hilarious, like, the amount of flirting. And they're just so alike, too. They're two edgy military dudes. Like, they, they have this, like, lone wolf mentality before this, you know, because you have, like, the trauma that comes with being in the, the service, right? So they, they would make the perfect couple. So I hope off screen they kind of got together, you know? That would have been nice. Probably more than likely. Um, I... And I put Western Gen what the armadillo dildo sword. God, there's so many sex puns for this episode. And oh. uh, and go ahead. I I don't know like 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 about with Eric and Taylor for some reason I don't know why I thought this, but I thought like. Why do I, why do I think they're gonna go down the route of like being like Duncan and Courtney? I don't know why they gave me Duncan and Courtney vibes because they're like both really big hard asses. Mm -hmm. Something makes me feel they're gonna bicker a lot. Oh, they're oh, absolutely. Like I still say that Gwen and Duncan was a better relationship. Um, but like. They definitely do give it was the a healthier one. Yeah, they definitely do give that like Duncan Courtney vibe. You're right. Like I didn't think of that until you pointed it out. Um, but it in this episode as well, um, we also have fact, uh, what affects his um, uh, what affects his um, dream dreams come true. Taylor and Katie working together. Yes, yes. Power couple, stop me. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I all... just need like a five foot rod here to instantly balk me whenever like the the strong lady type comes out that can kick my ass and just instantly just bonks me every time we record this. Um, um, but yeah, also as well, we get the conclusion to Rancic's story arc: mm -hmm. the fact that he finally is able to become uh, fully human. He gets fully humanized and seems to have, like, a lovely, like, time about it, right? Yeah, which I can understand yeah. I can understand why that was, because of the fact that he had that mutation that was probably driving him insane. Mm -hmm. So it's probably just a weight off his mind now. Yeah, absolutely. And now that he's, like, normal, he gets to watch his daughter kind of grow up into, like, this lovely person. Uh, and he gets to watch her have a relationship and everything now, and he has to come to terms with that, and he's still trying his best. He's dadding instead of, like, trying to plot the downfall of humanity for likely the first time. Because, um, like, he cared about his daughter fully, right? And that's why he gave himself up in the finale of Time Force, but he never really had a chance to, like, be full-on dad mode. Until now, I don't feel like. Yeah, and I, 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 there is one thing I want to see. I want to see a comic where, um, which follows up from the ending of um 
the reinforcements from the future team up of Rancid going back in time and just having a conversation with Alex. Mm-hmm. Even really though nice. I despise Alex with a passion. I'm sorry I'm about to kill you, but not really, because uh, you apparently live somehow. So, yeah. It's it's it it would be wild to see like that conversation, right? I kind of want that now. <laughs> Somebody make a comic about that. Alex, uh, give Alex boom, like, and human years. human Ransick having a conversation. Give boom like five years and we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, that's the the two parter team up. Um, here we have the trap, the trap episode, right? Um, yep. It's a trap. Dr. Adler what? is literally the first Power Rangers incel. My first fucking Oh, note. absolutely. Um, and also the first Power Rangers human character to legitimately kill in the series. Yeah. I despise Dr. Adler. With Good. The That's the whole point of it. Like, because I put I, Dr. I Adler pure cool. evil. Makes him a good villain. Because mm-hmm. they're supposed to, like, have... You you know, emit emotions onto them like like that. Otherwise, like the worst kind of villain you would have is that they're born. Yeah. Whereas Doctor Adler, uh, Doctor Adler is not boring. Uh, um, but also as well, uh, everybody betrayed me. I'm fed up with this world. I'm gonna eat these seeds and become an orc. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's not how you become an orc. Um, but also as well, why were they in the jungle dis- uh, trying to discover the Animarium in the Amazon when it was in Turtle Cove, which is be- the whole reason why the Turtle Cove Lake looks like it is? Because they're fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, but al- also as well about this episode that-, that I had, it had, in my opinion, no question about it, best one-on-one fight between a ranger and a main villain. Yep. <laughs> Oops, sorry about that. And we uh we also have like the you have no heart line, uh, which is possibly one of the most cold lines in all of Power Rangers. This is probably true. Yeah. Uh and it doesn't affect Dr. Tadley because he knows cold right about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well he but... does get a heart eventually, he just has to deep throat it. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> but Again, um, and I said this earlier um, in the video, like it was kind of bold of uh, Power Rangers to do to say, like, no, we're going to keep the parents dead. Oh yeah, like I, I, I still think it's fucking crazy. Like we have this dude with no heart because he's kind of sacrificed all of his humanity, um, and then we also have him get resurrected at the very end of this fucking episode as like the actual Master Org. Only for him to, like, be completely devoid of any compassion for even his generals or anything, right? Because we watch him use them as pawns going on. And then he gets his heart, and then it just fucking turns him even more fucking psychotically evil. Like, the heart is supposed to be, like, this source of, like, humanity in fiction, right? Like, having a heart means you have, like, a soul, a conscience. You know, you, you have morality because you have, like those functions um in, in the storytelling perspective right but as he became more and more in line with what would 
typically become make him become more human, he became more inhuman. Uh, oh, absolutely. This is crazy, yeah. Um, but we also, like, see in this very episode, like, Cole essentially give, like, last rites to his parents because now he knows they're, like, dead, dead. There's no coming back from that. Um, we see his grave, too. Like, where yeah. he's been declared dead as well. Which, which, as we learn in the in the final episode, gets removed. So, mm-hmm. um, again, more than likely, he came out to the authorities and said, "Hey, I'm alive." Probably just matched up with some birth records and just called it a day. Yeah, oh. um, maybe maybe he got like verification with the other rangers, like they went and sorted that out for him. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think he knows how to human fully at this point either. Um, because he's still running around like he's fucking Daruto. Um, yeah. Um, well, no, uh, and as well, because we see uh, in the finale um, with Alyssa when she's in her teacher job, we see um, pictures of Cole. Uh, like, if you look very closely, you can see pictures of Cole and Taylor um, when they've left their lives as rangers, including Cole as a vet. So it's more than likely Ta- um, Alyssa helped him through yeah. um, the events of, like, again, integrating society properly. Yeah, I, I'm sure she did in some regard. Um, yeah, I put in here, like, you're going one-on-one with The Undertaker for the fight, because uh, why the fuck not? That that was a good reference uh, when we were filming the or watching the episode. Um, but, like, yeah, no, we get to Merrick regressing as a character a little bit. In oh, my God. Part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the only... Where we those... have, like, the, the, the crazy kid start stuff starting out too right yeah the only notes i had for the sadako is still alive episode is um no feelings are welcome on power rangers um <laughs> uh, and laws of physics don't apply to pool with cubo and armadillo no armadillo go burr it's like the only fucking thing it can do is it just becomes like a giant deus ex machina. It defies the laws of physics. It defies the laws of logic. Fuck everything else. It just goes spin. Um, I love that it, the, the whole soccer cheer. Yay. Yeah. Crowd goes wild. Yeah. I love this entire time. Like Merrick was using one pull shot and we talked about a little bit ago. He learns a second pull shot only for, no, only for him to serve armadillo or shoot armadillo like a pool ball to beat this fucking orc. That was the only pur- purpose in this entire fr- fucking season that learning this pool shot served. It was never seen again. <laughs> oh no, absolutely not. The amount of well, shit well, in Power Rangers as a one-off is laughably large. Yeah. But it's just that one-off thing. It's like, how are we supposed to explain this one random thing that happened in the Zord fight? All right, I got an idea. <laughs> Fucking funny. Um, That's legitly it. Yeah, no. it's It really is. Um, Like, it got to the point, like, in Mighty Morph when we talked about it. Like, they, they had to have Toei create more footage. So they could explain away what they wanted to do in the plot and shit, too. Um, so, like, it's fucking... It's crazy. Um, God, I'm starting to get a headache, too. Um, 
Oh, I'm getting such a headache. Yeah. We we have the 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 kite arc coming up now, right? Uh so, oh. so this is more Okay. Stuff. Also, let's just let's just um get it out of the way since um um since it's here, uh, since it's here with Kite, just for we'll get the fun bit out of the way before we get to the more fury bit with Kite. Um, P.E. Tone Rock and Roll R&B Willie's House Roadhouse Saturday. <laughs> what in the chat GPT was assigned? <laughs> yeah, it was clear. It that's what Mer- that, that's what that's what Merrick does on his free time when he's yeah not, yeah he's like I'm hosting pool tournaments. Come and be down here. He's hosting pool tournaments and concerts, and this is where he. Yeah, that's why. Play. That's why he can't be around them too much. He, yeah, he's got to run the concert. Got to run the con. He's got to sell the merch. He's got to do all the things. He, he's running the merch table for the bands. He's running the pool tournament. He's collecting bets, you know, and he's also like using this event to pay his room and board for like the 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 bar. Right. That's what's yeah. happening. Um. Also, as well, I've just got to say one thing. Uh, uh, I guess um, Mandalok, the general that's now in charge, is non-binary. <laughs> I guess, kind of, maybe. Um... Considering it, ha- it, it has, uh, it has both um, male and female voices. About it, technically, all the orcs are, but they're just spirits inhabiting just inanimate objects. Yeah. Uh, I, I I jokingly said we would do like a tier list of the mouths for Mandalock. <laughs> so I guess look forward to that when we do the the fucking the tier list. For you mean the- to tell me your favorite mouth isn't the abdomen? No, 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 no. I think it's the right shoulder. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't fucking know. I'm going to have to take a good long look and rate them based on how long the tongues are and everything. I'm going to go real in depth for a shit post. Why not? <laughs> May God have mercy on all of our souls. <laughs> um, yeah. Kite was the protector of the the statues too that we inevitably see get brought back to Animaria. Um, no. So we we realize that there's more to go- happening with this kid as time goes on, uh, and then shortly after we see Mandalock uh, use the Malthusi, uh, we see Shayla and Merrick have their little lovers quarrel over the, the Ocarina. Oh yeah, the flute monster. It's yeah. like oh they and the orcs hate the song because it's full of pure goodness. Mm-hmm. Org music is no different from regular music. No, it's full of evil. That's why they love it. I, I guess they can have a. Uh, I guess they can have a rock off concert at the R and B Woody's Road uh, at Woody's Roadhouse. Right. Yeah, we must uh must have that uh loot off. Uh, we, we get all the best flautists in town. And then we summarily execute them because flutes are annoying. And then, uh, and then, I agree. And then, um, Sheena just hate for flutes. Wow. And then Sheena just casually throws Merrick off a off a bridge. It'd be I mean, fine. Why play flute when you can play a bass? Why not both? But all, also, because as well, flutes suck. As somebody like that had to I be love piccolos. 
I love Juan Piccolo, cool. and he's a green man. Uh, talk about the flute also. I I, uh, I hate flutes specifically because I was a fucking marching band. <laughs> that's that's why I, hate I was them. never in a marching band. Fucking hate. I it. was. Um, I've got uh. There was something else I wanted to say. Yeah, Bebop original. What? No rock steady. No, it's just Bebop original. It's on the and also as well the poster. Other, yeah, and also as well the other note I had for this episode was record a blast and missiles. Like seriously, whoever's made it this far into the video, just comment. How often did we play the recorder as kids, but never use it now? I still have one of my recorders, and I busted it out to annoy somebody. Um, oh, there, there's what there's one in like the storage area where um right next to my bedroom. I I found mine in a box of shit I was going through to just toss to like a, a thrift store, right? And I found I'm like that might come in handy if my neighbors get really annoying. And I still knew how to play fucking hot cross buns on it. Because that is ingrained in anybody's memory if they add yes. to fucking play that do, stupid do, fucking instrument. Do, 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 Wait, what about your hot buns? What? Uh, they are You've never played really... hot cross. You never played hot cross bun on the recorder at uh, Songetsu. No, because I never had music class. Really? That's surprising. Even my. Fucking shitty backwards school threw the recorders down our throats. Hate now, it. some kids had them. I just didn't. Uh, that's unfortunate. Well, probably better for your fucking sanity as an adult. Um, but, like, they, they, that fucking instrument is a nuisance. Um, I also bought a frozen, um, recorder book for one of my friend's kids and it came with like a little I'll be right back pink recorder just to annoy them uh for Christmas <laughs> I'm like you owe me like 200 bucks so now I'm going to make your life hell cuz you haven't paid me back and it's been a year <laughs> uh they paid me back quite quickly after that cuz they're like I know you're the one that bought this so fuck you <laughs> um but yeah, no, that was that was um, the only the only time I had any experience with the recorder. Uh we had Papa Zord popping back up. Mm-hmm. And the Antler Crush is a hilarious final attack. Um Well, you're not gonna heal them for in order to defeat them. That'd be ridiculous. No, I'm just gonna crush every internal organ that you would have if you were I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Like look at the look at those horns. Oh, Look like, at him. You think you're going to stab anybody with those? No, no you're going to no. crush them to you're death. You're just going to break the ribs and, you know, the whole ass abdomen's going to get collapsed in on itself. It's a brutal attack, honestly. Um, the uh, And you can also throw them, which we learned later on. Yeah, like, I watched <laughs> I watched that back, like, twice on the other monitor, that, that fucking attack. And I'm just like, that is insane. Like, how they utilized CGI for that attack was really fucking cool. Because they did, like, the Sonic spin-up with the fucking... And it goes downhill from here. Oh, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> he does, like, the Sonic spin-up. I'm not even joking. I don't doubt it. Uh, but, like, the Sonic spin-up where he just grabs them as if he's going to do, like, the antler crush and just fucking corkscrews them. 
It was really cool. Um, Shayla's inability to confess that she likes Merrick is the most annoying part of this episode, though. Um, and then we have the, the, the fucking, like, the Carnival Bros episode where Gingerax has his emo phase, uh, where we have, like, Clown and Juggler, uh, team up. Yeah, and his name is... Wait, are we on Team Carnival? Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah, and the juggler's name is Juggalo. So, uh... I might he doesn't understand how magnets work. Whoop, whoop. Um, I think we all had a Juggalo phase, maybe. I don't know. No. Uh, I did not. I, I went to... <laughs> I went to the... I carnival. had their album, though. I did listen to, to it. Yeah. Uh... I, I watched possibly the craziest shit in all of humanity happen at the carnival. So, yeah. How, I did you, meet Juggalos in, like, community college. Yeah. I, I went Yeah, to, they're pretty cool. We played Yu-Gi-Oh! together. Yep, same. Um, a couple of my friends in high school and um, college were Juggalos. That's kind of how I ended up there. I went to the Carnival recently and saw Vended, uh, which is Corey Taylor's kids' band as well. Um, they're actually pretty good. Um, so that was an insane experience. So fucking Tech Nine playing there as well. <laughs> I don't know what qualifies as Juggalo related music anymore. I think it's just become a just music festival in general. Um, I think it goes to like a lot of their like concert, you know, perform. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't think that's just a one-off, you know, one. No, no, no. He's been there a couple times apparently. Um, he was talking about it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is happening here? Um, but yeah, that that was an interesting trip. Um. Max owning Taylor uh, was probably the highlight of this episode for me. Although, because it, it wasn't a great episode. Like, there were great moments, but I think this might have been one of the weaker episodes in this. Because Jindrax, like, can't carry the plot alone. He needs his foil. And Juggalo wasn't really it. Toxicov is a better foil for him. Um... And it's just how they're written together as like this like pseudo couple as well. I yeah, uh, that's sad when um, when his love interest is more is uh, foiled than his actual brother. Well, I mean, his brother was meant to be a one off too, unfortunately. Um, but like, we get the bonus weapons finally, which was really neat. Um, buy our toys. Buy our toys. Did they make these into toys too? You know those, you know the toys in which the Rangers have like random weapons and stuff with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like one of those moments, but actually in the show. Ah, okay. Yeah, I thought maybe they made like additions to the blaster or something with these. Um, but which is which is kind of like the opposite of like the Sentai's, and which the Sentai's would have like like other like weapons, but sometimes they would not sell them. As, like, toys. Like, sometimes they would and sometimes they don't, which is weird. You would think, like, as ingrained into capitalism as fucking Power Rangers is, <laughs> you, they would monetize every single thing. It's, a, it's like the same situation with, like, the figures, like, now. 
Um, no, they're, they're, they now more about Sentai's like having more related figures, but even then they're like kind of scarce. Yeah, like now we care more about making a Cobra Kai tie-in figure than we do finishing actual Ranger teams. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hate the Lightning Collection so much. Uh, yeah, I hate it because of the quality. It's just like, oh, I got... I was so upset when I like got my Anubis and the sword. Mm-hmm. It's bent. <laughs> no, like the the Trent figure had like three different iterations before they got the paint right. They sent out two different replacement helmets for that figure. Um, Carone looked like they used Mid Journey to make her face instead of actually using like a face scan. Because it looks nothing like her. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like Hasbro's have a lot of issues with quality control with their figures and other lines as well. Uh, the they fuck? cannot get their shit together. Did you see? Like off topic as fuck, but did you see the new Marvel figures? I have not, and I. <laughs> I hope not. I hope they aren't that bad. So they got Tom Holland looking like Tom Holland. This is a Spider-Man mm-hmm. line. They got Tobey okay. Maguire looking sort of like Tobey Maguire from, like, the No Way Home. Like, looking like dad mode, right? And then there's yeah. Andrew Garfield that looks like random G.I. Joe figure 95. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nothing like Andrew Garfield. I, I saw a TikTok of it. I'm like, surely it can't be that bad. They were at my local Target, and they are that fucking bad. I heard people keep getting all these like toy deals at Ross and shit. And I was like, where where are they what Ross is getting these deals? I'm not getting these deals. My Ross has some. Um because I live like five minutes from a Ross. And I went there and they had like a bunch of the Demon Slayer stuff that you see on the random TikTok hauls and Naruto stuff. And then they had like the Ahsoka figures and stuff like that. Um I just didn't care to pick any of it up. I just wanted to see if it was real, if it was just TikTok being TikTok. Um, but yeah, like, I hope they get the, there's a fucking Sasuke figure that I keep seeing in those Ross halls that I want badly for my Naruto collection. Yeah, if you see a line, like, in, like, one of those stores, and it's just a a row of them, Mm -hmm. like a big-ass row of them, it's not a good sign. Yeah. (laughs) Um... And it's not a good sign for Hasbro because I've seen like videos upon videos of just their stock ending up in like Ross's. I picked up um a second even the D and D related stuff. Yeah, no, I picked up like a second cog for my lightning collection as well. Um a few weeks ago, because I saw it for like two ninety nine at Walmart. I'm like, fuck it, I need an extra cog for my mook army. Uh <laughs> but like Dude, like, the, the quality control is utter ass. And what annoys me, though, like, in that regard is, like, the helmets, right? Like, the big, mm-hmm. the big shit. They they never finished, like, even Mighty Morphin for the helmets. There's no, there's no yellow. I don't think they did fucking green, but they did white. So, like, where Didn't is they the... have green? It was, like, what, exclusive or some shit? I don't know. It might have been a Comic-Con exclusive, but I, I've not seen, like, 
I've seen like podcasts like talk about like not having the complete set and then not having like green there. So either it was like Comic Con exclusive or they just never did green, but they did. I think it was a Comic Con exclusive. I don't think which they means just... it's like seven thousand dollars on eBay at this point. Um, <laughs> if that exists. Uh, but like, yeah, this was just another episode meant to ship Gendrex and Toxica. Um, I still don't know how the fuck he got Toxica's staff in this episode though. Like it, he took it, it duh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, but she like, was distracted, like cooking. That's why. But yeah, it's 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 so it was a decent enough episode. Uh, but now now we get into the stuff we watched today as of filming this episode. So yeah. Uh, no tame kitty. T- kitty can't be tamed. You can't tame a calico. Was I have watched this episode so many times it never gets old for me. I, I think a... it's just because of the fact that they just they probably had the most fun making this episode. Oh, they definitely had fun. I I have a I have a weird take, and it's it's what? it's um it's the you know the meme of like the writer's poorly disguised fetish. Whoever, yeah. Whoever the writer was for this was into pet play. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Good job, little key. You'd be surprised how often they do this type of stuff um, relating to the animal themed rangers. Oh, I do. I do not doubt it in the least. I do not doubt it for even a second. And Um, and like the internet, I'm sorry, you would be very, very shocked if you were too innocent to know how often that includes like that includes like go busters. Yeah. That you'd be shocked if you're too innocent to realize it how often the writers insert their fetish into actual <coughs> totally spies. And totally spies, there's a fucking list. There is literally a list. <laughs> there is a list. It's called the entire series. No, there is a list that describes like what I know. Is <laughs> I I like and it includes of... every fetish in every single episode every... in like... the in the series. Like it, from it's... episode episode synopsis. I did not think that like, egg laying was a fetish as a kid, and yes. then the internet corrupted <laughs> me, and now I have tabs of that. Uh, Why are you blaming for your tabs? <laughs> again, Ann Arbor introduced me to something new yesterday, and I I want to just bleach my eyeballs at this point. Which is probably soon to be one. Uh, <laughs> um, the Maggie Weggy Zord is the one line that wanted me to end it all today. No, no, the Maggie Weggy Zord uh, will probably the Maggie Zord had a little eggy in it because it has the soul bird. Fucking kill me, kill me, <laughs> actually kill me. Um. I, I love that Kite started to move his plot along here because it was feeling, like, drawn out. And then I immediately hated it. <laughs> like, the next episode. It's um, like, reinc- reincarnated Megazord father has amnesia and then <laughs> goes uh, through um, a midlife crisis. Yeah, 3,000-year <laughs> midlife crisis, you know. Zords live a long time, apparently. Uh... Like, like, Dad, I thought you were killed 3,000 years ago. Where, 
You didn't come back with the milk. <laughs> where is the where are the dew ports and the code red zins? I asked you specifically for these two things. Uh <laughs> I am not kidding, those are two things that exist now. Uh because Mountain Dew is putting their name on anything. Apparently. Got to do the do. Baja Blast <laughs> Newport's gonna go crazy. Uh don't smoke, kids. I yeah, say as I well, as I hit my well, pop what bar. kids? There are no kids watching this. But uh, yeah, the other notes I had for this episode: the shock sword jumps in for a quick bite. Oh God! <laughs> and I just don't... like the Flintstones with the the Wilkins commercials, we're saying I... smoke. And <laughs> also, as well, uh, the greatest. Seriously, don't watch not... these videos if you're below the age of eighteen. What Fuck are off. you doing here if you're below the age of 18? Our audience, yeah, our yeah, audience yeah. skewed I, a little the other way that time. Yeah. Um, and also as well, uh, the greater office is going bananas and throwing and how effective throwing fruit can be and how how big are those bananas? Um, about four to five feet. Tall enough to bury Toxica. Yeah, um, but my other note for this episode is that I just love the commentary that um, Toxica and Jindrax do. They're doing uh, their doing best, uh, Jerry the King Lawler and Jim Ross. Yeah, and and... It works for this episode because it's a fun, silly party. It does not work in another particular series where they do that constantly. Oh, you I know, know I, I think you know what you I refer to. We'll get to it when we when we get to it. It's God. in one of my favorite. It's not entirely that season's fault. It's in, one of my it's in one of my favorite seasons, but that's the one part of that season I despise the most. It's a carryover. I'm yeah. just going to say that. Well, I'll be interesting to get to because I have no idea what the fuck you two are talking about. Um, I know. I'm trying to be as vague as possible yeah. and also Luke probably still understand what I said. Yeah, I know. I know. And then the episode that had you two bickering, that basically... Oh, God, out. here we go. No, here we I was go. just trolling Luke. Like, I know what he was talking about. Yeah, because, um, okay, Kite, who is revealed um, in this episode to be Animus, um, has a hissy fit about pollution. Um, and it, it's just the case... And here's the thing. I don't mind Animus taking this stance about, like, yeah, humans polluting the Earth is, ba is bad, but... It's just he, he just presents it as like, oh, that's the only reason why I'm not I'm gonna distrust humans now, despite the fact I've seen humans before doing their best doing their best to protect the earth as much as much as possible. But no, I have my little history fit because I see um this one news report, but not seeing like, hey, there's these charities here that are maybe helping to preserve the environment, or maybe these people, hey, hey animus. There's a thing in the UK called an allotment. You know what that is? It's a garden where you could grow things, aka preserving nature. Luke. You Meanwhile, Animus are... looks at China. What the heck is going on here? <laughs> Do you think that Animus... They're painting the mountains green. <laughs> Do you think Animus has ever been to the UK? Or no, else. he hasn't. But if he came, if he came to the UK, I'd be like, "Hey, Animus, Animus, come over here, come over here." Oh, what's this? Here? 
Oh, what's this here on my uh, on this allotment that my mother has? Which I, which side note, I'm going to be taking over when she's no longer with us. Um. Oh, it's an apple tree. Oh, what do you do with an apple tree? You grow things. I, oh, oh, really? Oh, you preserve the yeah. Duh. But you, you need idiot. like wow. You mean you don't shoot the apples out with a t-shirt cannon? No, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Uh, I don't. I, I, I mean, I, I, will, I will say, I will say, I will say though, when, when I, when I do take over that allotment, there are going to be changes. But the apple tree, no, the apple tree staying where it is. I love that apple I tree. Never said it wasn't going anywhere. I'm just saying no, it, I, it has perfect ammo for a t-shirt cannon. I know. Absolutely. <laughs> Love those damn apples into a t-shirt can them, show them, shoot them at your local Bobby. I mean, what? Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. I'm saying you got, you got was... like the dummy you shoot them at, you know, like target practice. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Animus, Animus in this episode is just essentially a member of Just Stop Oil. It's like, hey, pollution is bad, blah, 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 but I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, have any solutions to the pro to the problem. I'm just going to say. psychos that threw fucking canned beans and shit on painting? Yeah, they're, they're the psychos who will basically glue themselves to the road to prevent. Yes, let's glue ourselves to the road so we waste more gas. Yes, exactly. And loop faster. Ex exactly. Cars produce more when they're idling than moving. Thank you. Thank you, Son Getsu. That's the thing that they don't like. Here's the thing. They don't like to hear that type of thing. They just like to hear like, no, no, we're taking a stance. We're protesting. So we're doing this. So until the There's government says, right. And, and also most of their clothes are probably wearing all the stuff they ordered out for Amazon. Guess how they got there. Yeah, um, they boy. don't care about that. They're they're they're, hip, they're hypocrite. They're hypocrites. Technically, all, all of that. Technically, Amazon uses mostly electric vehicles at this point, but that's beside the fucking point. That's what besides you, the what, point. Uh, here, here's the thing: what you use for electricity, oil. In most cases, oil. Ah, uh, and yeah. coal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they they're expecting uh, it to be like at what Animus is in this episode to humans just stop doing it, at, but not offering a solution. Like, okay, if we stop doing it, like, are we gonna power it? I don't know. Just we use re um, we use re renewable resources. Like, okay, how how are we gonna get them up and running? Like, I don't know. Just do it. No, his solution was basically it was like, all right, I'm just gonna take my kids and leave Earth. Load <laughs> um, him into the, he, the Astro Megaship 2.0 and fuck off. Yeah, he makes it. He makes it sound. Uh, he makes They're gonna it sound, be the Galactic Beast 2.0 if they left. <laughs> yeah, he makes it sound like oh, uh, oh. Um, if humans weren't here, then the entire ecosystem would be absolutely perfect. No, it wouldn't, Animus, because you still have uh, other animals who would be d damaging the environment, like with elephants that um, that. Um, can mow down entire trees. How are you going to replant those trees, Animus? Seeding from the tree itself. That's how nature kind of heals itself. You're, you're asking how a magical deity that produced other mystical animals is going to plant trees. When yes. one of his said animals can, can, can plant trees just by shooting lasers out of his eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I I like this season, but th- these two episodes with Animus and at the end of it, oh, it was all a test to see if you were worth if you if you if you were dedicated to the task. That was no. just bad writing at that point. Yeah. No, it wasn't Animus. You got told off by Merrick, and now you're just trying to save face by giving by doing the most hypocritical thing you can think of, giving Cole a flying motorcycle. That's what I'm saying. Like the writers wanted. As I said earlier, the writers made that scene happen so they could add in the bike. <laughs> they, they literally created a toy for one scene in a fucking other episode just so they could further the plot. But, like, at the same time, it's not the most egregious thing that Power Rangers has done either. And it's also oh, not the I, oh, first no. fucking environmentalist episode we've had either. We've had. No, it's just that all the other ones were no, I just, better. I, yeah. yeah, I. The all the other ones like had a ba- had a balance of showing it, whereas here it's just animals per se. It's just a black and white. Uh, humans bad um, because they pol- they pollute, but not offering, but not uh, but no one saying like, there's, there's hey, no what about nature? Solution. Not what about nature itself? Yeah. But here's the thing, Luke. It could have been worse. It could have been like that episode of Captain Planet in which they said the one child policy was a good idea. It could have been that bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like there, there, there's definitely worse versions of this out there. It's just we need to nitpick this for this episode. We have Goldar's VA come back and just play Goldar, but inside of a fucking living AC unit orc. Um, and Daddy taking the toys, obviously. Um, but like what we're experiencing here, like what they were attempting to do and failing miserably to do, is show like how we're instilled with like current issues in school, right? Because, like, when I was growing up, we were being told, like, taught little bits about, like, the ozone and how it's being deteriorated and how global warming is this thing. Uh, so, like, mm-hmm. they wanted to push that agenda onto kids. Like, hey, we need you to be the generation that fixes things because our stubborn asses won't fucking do anything. And we're still seeing the ramifications of that today. But our generation, like millennials and Gen Z, like Tyler, like, they actually care about the environment more and will actually partake more in, like, protecting the environment than say the boomers and you know gen x did um so like we're seeing that from the kids perspective we're using animus as the kids lens here but they're failing to give any reasonable you know solutions other than like human bad and that is terrible fucking writing and like zangetsu was saying um but like we're seeing the emo arc in the next episode where, like, everybody's kind of pissy and mopey because, like, they don't have the Zords and feel like they're not going to do anything. But we show, see also, like, the resilience of humanity, where we see them try to use little tiny fucking crowbars to save the people that are being blasted. Which is, which is like, you're not, you're not, it's not catching anything. It's not catching anything. It's not giving you any leverage whatsoever. You're trying Nothing to at all. You're lifting Would have got it. way more just lifting it up yourself and right. just moving it the fuck out of the way. Yeah. You uh, could have actually got them the first time you ran off. Yeah, you could have. Well, also the fucking org was firing, so maybe not. They might have just got blasted into more rubble. But they're lifting a fucking support column for this building that they were working on with the fucking tiny-ass crowbar. Also, that, you- that reminds me. Why was Lone Wolf there? Why was he there? Yeah, no, you're right. Why? Why? Like, what, what was he fixing on? No idea. 
Not none. No, it's the... just a board attached to like something, and he was just screwing it in. And I was like, "You don't work here. What are you doing?" No, you're right. You're one hundred. And where did the little girl come from? <laughs> it was. It was somebody... so many weird questions I had to ask was... about this construction site. Yeah, it was somebody's daughter that just wandered onto the set. His daddy was working that day, probably. And also, the dog was probably literally her dog. And they're like, "Fuck it, we'll film around him." So it's like, but this, this is a scene in a building, <laughs> construction site. Well, they no. wouldn't have kids here normal. No, but like it was probably somebody, like one of those <laughs> construction workers, actors' daughters that just wandered onto the scene with her dog, and they just used it because they didn't want to reshoot it and redo the pyro. Is what it boiled down to. Um. I know, I know that was probably ass, but it's just so bizarre. But like Animus trying even to even more bizarre than the monsters. Yeah, no, <laughs> like it, this was just like an exterminate, exterminate. We had like a diet Dalek mixed with a Cyberman here. Um, but we have Animus trying to flip Merrick, which was super cunning. Uh, but like it makes the most sense out of all of the shit in this episode because they know each other. They they've served together essentially. 3,000 years ago. Come with me so we can meet the Galacta Beast. Yep, we're, we're just gonna fuck off to another planet, let these idiots <laughs> figure things out on their own. You, you can come with me, or you can fucking die here. Uh, got any questions? Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, it is like, yeah, why why did they write me to be at this construction site? And he's like, I have no idea. Yep. Um, also, I love that the orc is just a stereotype. Oh, typical, like, toy robot. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Probably also some fucking blown-up toy that was on the set of the, the source material. Um, also, why the fuck was Animus dressed like Lestat from a fucking vampire? <laughs> Wrinkled-ass, wrinkled-ass fit. Like, damn. <laughs> Went back to the Victorian era for that starts bit. on that shit. <laughs> I, I I kind of fuck with the outfit. I want the kid to die. Um, <laughs> Animus is like Gucci forever. Gucci is like... Yeah, honestly. <laughs> this is Gucci gang before Gucci gang was a thing. I'm going to go jump in a lake now. Uh, <laughs> okay, we got the first anniversary episode of what? Three? Four? Um, four. Four? Okay. This was tenure, right? Yep. Ten year. Uh I just wanted to clarify for this. Uh we got the cogs popping back up. I think his his counterpart's also anniversary season. Let me see. Yeah. Um also as well, um there are a few questions that I just want to get out of the way. It's a team of all the Red Rangers, but there is one but there is one missing. Rocky. Rocky was yeah. having fun that day. Yeah, yeah, he was having fun by mo by moving and couldn't make it in time for filming. But uh, he did say he would have come back. But apparently, he yeah he wasn't going to be a Red Ranger. Do you know what he, his role was originally meant to be? Uh, villain. Tommy's butler. Excuse me. I am not even kidding. That is disgusting. Justice for Rocky. Give that role to Jason. Actually, yes, make, make, to make, him, make him make him from Overlord. Let 
fucking Tommy sit on Jason. I don't care. Man, also, yeah, its counterpart Jason. was the 25th season. That's pretty uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, here we sorry, go. 25th anniversary. Uh, here, here we go. Um, Steve Cardenas was originally um, content to appear as Rocky, but he moved and changed addresses without notifying the production team. That's Probably crazy. because he read the script and was like, hell no. I'm not going to be reduced to a butler. Thank you very much. Yeah, beat be Tommy Blur. The disrespect. I mean, I thought the writers hated Rocky. This confirms. It really the writers does. Hated Rocky. It really does. But not as much as Orico. Like, um, the fucking red ninja, the alien ranger. Like, they just rotoscoped that bad, bad motherfucker in there. But he had some of the best fight sequences, too. So maybe that worked. Um,. I just find it funny that the cogs were brought back for this uh, because, like, obviously it's a machine empire. It makes sense. But they, they... probably found their spare parts and just rebuilt them. Yeah, honestly. Uh, and then Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs for the villains. Beetleborgs and other associated metal heroes, like, were used, you know, I think some of as the villains for this, which is fucking weird. I think Be some old. of them were meant to be like in season uh, the the second season of VR Troopers as well, but they ended up running out of other source footage. So they just repurposed the suits for this. Yeah, Beelborgs are played by three three former Power Ranger actors: Walter Jones, Catherine Sunderland, who played Cat, and Archie Cow, who played Kai. That's kind of cool in a way, um, but like that's. Also, like, weird that they used Metal Heroes for this. Because they, they had set Metal Heroes up to be, like, other mainline franchises for Fox during the... back in the day. Yeah, like, but at this point, like, like the Fox-related shows, at least Fox Kid no longer existed, like, around this point. So. Yeah, it was around the... Uh, it was the episode where um, Dot Adler's backstory was fully revealed. That was the last episode to air on Fox Kids. Yeah. Yep. And then it shifted to Disney, right? Uh, ABC, yeah. yeah. ABC. This, this, yes. Yeah, still but, um, more or less Disney. But like, uh, even though they didn't fully, you know, own them, all their shit was still on there. Yeah. Um. So, um, Beetleborgs kind of got shit canned, and well, it was VR Troopers first, and then Beetleborgs got shit canned. I mean that, and where where are they gonna get the rest of like the Metal Heroes franchise kind of imploded? Yeah, around that point, uh, and they had used, a little like, before that point. They'd use like because the it was like it was like all oh, the the Common Rider series is like you know in a hiatus, but the Metal Heroes is you know still going strong at that point, and then. Metal Heroes imploded because of the ratings, and they made the the final Metal Heroes like series more kid oriented with like robots. Interesting, and that's what Zen Kaiser kind of reminds me of is like the final hurrah for like the Metal Heroes that were more kid oriented. But that's going off subject. Yeah, so like when they when they shit can that, I think they had used like most of the footage by that point as well. Yeah, and then a little bit later on, we got the the reemergence of like Common Rider. Yeah, with, and then we uh, got with Kiba, I believe. Yeah, and then we got Dragon Knight over here, which you can't even find legally. 
Um, just, just, just pirate. Yep. I, yeah, I love that. Like, even the, like the cast and crew for that are just like fucking pirate it. We don't care. We're not making any money off of it, so fuck it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we had them uh kind of be that. Andros had to suffer through the fucking the raccoon hair again. Yep. yep. His actor hated that. He hated it with a passion. Oh yeah. But they kept making him have the hair stuff. Yeah. And also we have Leo being digitally inserted to um shots um uh, and uh, because um uh, Danny Slavin's own personal issue with the production team from his team up in Lightspeed Rescue. Um, and uh, and it's made further apparent that because in scenes where you can't, where he's supposed to be unmorphed, you can clearly see the red, the red um, Lost Galaxy suit. Oh, yeah. I, it, it's weird, right? Because, like, we have Alien Ranger and him both kind of just be digitally inserted into this it seems like um one is confirmed one is like kind of like hinted through the footage he doesn't even get fucking morphed you know so like, no no he doesn't it, it's kind of wild. i guess the one upside is i don't want to get to hear the yeah honestly. did he did he speak and have the fucking water sound effect no he didn't that's the only saving grace um he just kind of talked normal for the few lines of dialogue that he had. And he didn't have a whole hell of a lot. As uh, I said, saving grace. But, um... I find it fucking hilarious, like, Bulk and Skull's role in this. Like, they were in here for, like, 30 fucking seconds. And, and they were butlers for, for Tommy. So that was... So they were like, we can't use Rocky, we'll use Bulk and Skull. Yep. Or they could have cut out the scene entirely of him having butlers in the first place. Yeah. But they wanted to degrade somebody. Uh, and it had ended up being Balkan Skull because they're kind of just used to it at this point. Um, yeah. um and uh, there's all uh, and there's also theories about why Balkan Skull respect Tommy now. Um uh, most preferring theory is that they know he's a ranger. <laughs> Well, I mean, that needs yeah, he's, he's paying them. And that's probably the bigger one. But it really, at this point, if they hadn't figured out who the Rangers were, they're fucking idiots. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, you gotta be a Ranger now. We, we figured out like with the other guys that we hung out with, and they were like at the school. It was like we thought they were like you, Tommy. You know, the weirdos who. Go into the corner of like the the staircase and, just, and do you know, drugs. Yeah, but but no. no, you were a ranger this whole time. How did you figure <laughs> it out? Well, we just put two and two together. We we might look and act stupid, but we're not really that stupid. Um, They're actually not. Once they like enter in subjects of like when they enter the field, they're actually well known for. They're really talented. It's just like they go for everything else to be cool. Yeah. And it like, fails miserably. Yeah. Like um, Saul being like this really talented musician, Bulk being like somehow gifted in other aspects. Like he actually was a decent cop, you know. He was actually good at that job in his own right. You know. 
which isn't saying much about him because it doesn't really take a lot to be a cop, you know. But it's still... no, it takes a it takes a lot because it's like I'm not gonna shortchange it. They have to deal with serious stuff, and but a lot of people in the field are um, really trigger happy. Yeah. Uh, and it would not shock me if bulk ended up becoming one of those cops down the line if they wanted to go dark with the reboot you know um like they say they're going to go dark with the reboot if they utilize bulk and skull and take bits and pieces from this plot they could mimic real life with that aspect of things i don't think that the original bulk and skull would enjoy that being portrayed uh because they're not at all in tune with that uh, nature like they actually do embrace like that punkish lifestyle that they played as well um yeah it's not like every cop is like oh sorry for that um but uh we have carter popping up to be the one to recruit cole um well as long as who i think takes his turn um yeah and that was an interesting choice because Carter and him hadn't really interacted before that. It would have made, I think, more sense for, you know, it's Wes a, and Eric to be the yeah. ones to approach him. Um, yeah. You know, because they've already met. Um, but Carter guess, also being, like, a first responder or something, it makes sense for him to trust him, seeing the jacket and understanding what that is by that point, because he's seen enough of that, you know, throughout, you know, the show. Uh, you would think in the background of like various travesty uh, tragedies that have happened in the show from like the, all the org attacks he's had to at least interact or see firefighters and shit to deal with the aftermath um so they might have interacted off screen in that regard too we don't really know um now that i talk it out loud it was kind of cool seeing tj uh you know bringing back the classic car here yeah or, as he's known, Theodore Jarvis J. Johnson. I'd go by TJ2 with that ridiculous-ass name. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. Um, but there's also questions of the powers of, like, how some of them can have it. Like, Jason, um, considering he transferred the powers back, transferred the powers to Rocky, unless um, Rocky gave them back to Jason. Yeah, that is one of the plot holes of this episode, right? Because there are quite a few canonical plot holes here, and it just goes yeah. to show how slapped together the show actually can be. Yeah, like, he but... would have transferred the power, and then that power also would have become like the Zeo power, sort of, kind of, because the coins were destroyed. Well, technically, only the ninja coins were destroyed. So yeah, yeah. Seeing... So it, it, it's uh, fucky wucky. Uh, uh, how you... I would explain it is. Uh, I think I'd probably say Billy somehow recovered the original dinosaur coins, and that's when he like made proxies of them. That, it's certainly possible. That slotting because, in here makes a lot of sense because we see the proxies in Once and Always, and them having the powers in Once and Always would have made sense. He probably made two proxies: one for Jason and one for fucking oh, Rocky. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Another explanation for it is that um, um, Billy figured out, like, hey, they're not really destroyed, um, the dino coins, so it's entirely possible that they can be repaired. Because we saw Adam in, um, in, in space able to morph with his damaged morpher. 
Mm-hmm. But also, like, uh, he admitted that there was an inherent risk with using that at that point. So I don't think that that power save had happened yet because he admitted that, like, that could kill him in a way. So maybe they hadn't gotten to the point where, like, the powers are fully restored yet. They might have been working on it in, in, at the time of In Space. But here, by the time we get to Wild Force, they probably had the ability to, like, fully repair the, the morphers and the coins. And then by that point, they probably had clones of the coins to give to the other rangers that held those powers. Exactly. Yeah, um, possible. And also with TJ, um, TJ's um, red turbo powers, it's very likely, like like with Justin in In Space, the um, Lightning Cruiser had a spare morpher for him. Yeah, but I... also we got to think here for a second of the Zeo powers for Tommy because we know by the end of his reign as a ranger and like the, the last anniversary where it was just the fucking Tommy Oliver show. Um, which is my note here. This is a Tommy Oliver show episode one. Uh, <laughs> the the Zeo powers are supposed to be fully gone. Like yeah, which means he probably used a source similar to the the turbo powers for the you know run them right. Or Unless he had um, a clone of them. But yeah, it's like obviously because the Zeo crystals are like yeeted off somewhere else. Who knows where they're at? And he's obviously not going to keep them on Earth because that would be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. If they constantly keep growing like... in power. Yeah. So yeah. they probably ended up on Eltar is where they likely ended up. Where they could be contained by Zordon or somebody of his race. Um, if he I'm was still here. Per- <laughs> I'm right. also thinking perhaps because like the, Ze- like, the Zeo powers have- haven't been tapped into... Uh, perhaps, like, they've grown weaker. That's entirely possible. And the reason why the Zeo the Crystal has gotten so strong is because they've had to tap into that power so many times. Yeah. We say it's like, it's like an overheating effect? Yes. I, I'm, I'm thinking as it got, got stronger, it's actually overheated but now it's had time to cool down now Tommy can tap it to the po- tap into that power safely yeah and that's why I can use it in the master morpher as well maybe I was logicing like mm-hmm. Zordon had like a final list of things he wanted to do before he ended up getting captured like I gotta hide the fucking Zeo crystal so you know nobody gets a hold of it you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure like all of the fucking contingency plans I left on Earth are set in motion so I can potentially get rescued or let loose the Z wave or whatever. I gotta, I gotta make sure my like dumb friend who's attached to the wall eventually gets off his metaphorical ass and picks a team. Yeah, I gotta make sure that I Discord call that bitch. You know, <laughs> like. You gotta, you gotta logic a lot of things in Power Rangers, unfortunately, but it it does make for some. I mean, that's the fun. It's yeah. like it's just like there's holes missing, and it's just like ah, oh, but it's it's like oh, it's probably this. In reality, obviously, the fucking writers and producers didn't think of this shit because they're just like they're just hanging on the, by a fucking thread every season. 
Uh, that's what I love about the Boom comics. So, like, it, it, it's made by fans who want to fill in the holes of the lore. Um, and that's what makes it so much fun. Um, Jason here was ruin. Uh, Jason was here to ruin Tyler's day entirely. Uh, I had as a note. The Karate Man is back. Hey, at least he didn't do too many hiyas. Okay, he, he calmed down a little bit at that point. He didn't want to. He didn't want to tear a hammy before going back to his other uh, acting job, though. Apparently, Wait, I'm talking about Jason, not Tommy. Leo just getting yeeted from Miranoi with Artico. Um. And then the fight, which took up the bulk of this episode. Like, this was a quick 21 minutes. Like, Oh, absolutely. I'm shocked how fast this flew by. I just wish the legendary yeah. battle was this short. Um, or felt this short. It's but like I, molasses. Just... Go ahead. I think Forever Red's kind of overhyped. Like, I preferred the Time Force team up. Yeah, for th- for this season, I definitely think it was, but it, this w- also wasn't meant to be like inserted into uh, Wild Force. This was meant to be like a standalone thing originally. Um, yeah, fair enough. That's why it's kind of just like here. Um, but uh, that's why we didn't get a last time on or next time on. I feel like it also would have gelled better. Um, if the rest of the well, team actually, thanks, thanks. Didn't show up, but oh, sorry. Uh, I remember there being a next time with uh, the Wild Force team up. Really? Yeah, there was at one point. Because uh, uh, I remember it going, for the first time ever, all the Red Rangers are called for duty. Except for Rocky, of course. Damn it. Uh... Well, it's not like him and Jason like share the power. Yeah. Um... It, it's... it. it... Would one have ended up being like a ninja, you know, like using the ninja? Except power. he wouldn't because like, yeah, the power what, is destroyed. Get... The power is destroyed, so it couldn't work plot wise. Unless unless he just randomly find ninja and is like, "Hey, make this." It's like, who the fuck are you? Because he he never met him in this timeline. <laughs> fucking insane. Um. Also, where was I going? I was gonna say something, and then I forgot. Um, I, I guess we got, like, the, I was talking about, like, how quick this episode felt in comparison to the legendary battle. Maybe that'll help bring a thought train back. Hmm. Okay, I think bits of, like, the quote-unquote legendary battle was, like, scenes from the movie. Yeah. So they used the movie original footage and then slapped together other source material, I'm guessing. Yeah, for the movie, and then go Kaiger. Yeah. What was that? that that's where the that's where the bits from the dream sequence are from. Is from Go Kaiger. What was that production team thinking? Is all I got to say. Action uh, scenes, nothing but action scenes. Listen, I love action scenes as much as the next fucking meathead, but god damn, was that season shit. Um, yeah, um, I wanna. Uh, to any, uh, this is what I want to showcase to anyone who's just like a uh, a action tard with anime and manga. Like, just show them the legendary battle from Power Rangers uh, Mega Force. No, like I dead ass want to clip like that final fight and just put that together uh, as like a like compressed GIF. I am dreading when we have to watch those two seasons. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be fully intoxicated for those seasons. 
because that is the only way I'm making through it. I have like a a duchy order specifically made for that ep that batch of episodes, uh, which is like if you don't know what duchy is, it's a an a, a, like storefront to buy marijuana. Um, so I can just be high the entire time and at least get some enjoyment out of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like the worst kind of bad. It's like Mighty Morphin, like some of the episodes were terrible, but you can laugh at them. This is just like this is just sobering boredom bad. Like this is like watching a Zack Snyder film with no flashy lights. I'm going to get so many hates for that comment. I, I get that. Yeah. Um but back to this episode uh, quickly. So there are a couple more notes that I, I wanna talk about. Mm -hmm. So we got Serpentera back, uh, which has been sitting on the moon for several for several years, and it has you a got new... new double D batteries. Yeah, it has a neo it has neo plutonium. It has a neo plutonium reactor, which is just glitter, but it fixes a AAA battery issue. Glittery misses radiation. Listen, listen, glitter fixes everything. And it gets fixed strippers. Yeah, and it gets taken down by a toy advertisement. Uh, I, I I hate glitter with a passion as somebody that's in the cosplay. <laughs> your stripper yeah. has uh, a flat tire, put glitter on yeah. it. Cole's use of the Wild Force Rider to destroy Serpentel was considered the Deus Ex Machina of the episode by fans. So, uh, and going into detail about Serpentel previously being uh, powerful enough to um, destroy a single planet. Um, but apparently... Uh, the Wild Force Rider is from Animus, who's like a god, therefore it's a godly weapon. No, it's a motorcycle. It's a godly weapon motorcycle, Luke. It, it literally <laughs> is. Like, this is something that bodied the fucking Thunder Megazord, and it, it just gets one-shotted by a fucking motorcycle. It is so fucking hilarious. Um... Yeah. um... But there was, uh, there I was love that as count. I love that it's just a sh like a shitty, like, half-assed like like planet destroyer and its counterpart is just a deity that said hey shut the fuck up like it's literally rayquaza it like really appearing is. out of the ether it really it's like is. you two stop fighting i am trying to sleep shut the fuck up i will that's throw literally you what both. it did yeah that's literally what it did <laughs> i will throw you both off of the edge of the universe fuck off i need my eight hours um Oh, I, I put down, like, watching the Beetleborgs get absolutely obliterated is fucking hilarious. Because uh, it was, they, like, they they ha were no threat. None. Like, these these fucking villains that were hyped up for the beginning of the episode, they basically get shit-kicked by, like, by Liu Kang, and then they get punched around by a ninja. And then that's the end of it. And then you gotta deal with fucking Cole riding goddamn Nimbus Cloud through a fucking dragon. That's the episode. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Um, uh, but there was one other funny thing that I noticed I don't think either you did until I pointed it out. It, there was a sneak diss from Jason. And yeah, the, they, so at the, yeah, so at the end we have Cole calling Tommy the greatest ranger ever, but the others have their own reasons why they are awesome. Um, One of them being a diss about Jason doing all the work while uh, Tommy was in the juice bar kissing on Kimberly. Ooh. And the funny thing is, he's not entirely wrong. There were so yeah. many episodes where it was just like, 
Kimberly and Tommy romance, and then the other Rangers having to pick up the slack. Yeah, and then you have um, Andrew saying something about hair regulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Eric commented that the Q-Rex could eat the dragon soul for lunch. And then, which uh, is funny because I own a toy that is a combination of both of them. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. And then, uh, and then we have. Um, Nope, 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 nope. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Um, So we have, we're saying he changed history. So why does he, Tommy have a fan club and he doesn't. Uh, But then we get to the one that was redubbed. Andrew's saying, hey, I saved two worlds. How about that? Which wasn't his original line. Um, His original line was, for what reason why he is a great Red Ranger was, I destroyed Sordon. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's all that happened. That's all the that's all the lines, Luke. That's all the lines. Yeah, yeah. Likely, uh, likely read. I'm forgetting which special reference the pizza. Damn uh, it! <laughs> oh, it, yeah. Because I know there's one way later this, on that the, the, reference it. The, it the reference that it was this one. Did I ever tell no, you? No, I'm saying about... there's more than one. Oh yes, we're gonna get it, facts. We're gonna get it. I was uh, literally hovering over the mute button for Luke because I thought he was going to bring it up and you did it, Song Getsu. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why would I like... not bring it up? That's my favorite episode of Turbo. Thank you. Thank you, Song Getsu. Did I ever tell you about the time I got baits in that giant pizza? God, I hate that episode but, so much. But you want to know what's crazy? There was more to that line. What? That at the end of the episode, TJ had more lines than the original script saying, I mean, laugh. It was like pepperoni and, tree, uh, and cheese and and heat, and it was hard to breathe. It, it's a great story. Eric says, join this. Yay, may the power be with you. Jason also said, yeah, and I heard it was burning crispy and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> can kind of see why they cut the rest of that out. But it was cheesy. It was pepperoni and cheese with um, four with onions as well. And, <laughs> and, um, it was definitely cheesy. I, I said this after, the after the episode, <laughs> uh, but of the whole with, with the whole I killed Zordon line being cut, I I I said this. It was like I cured cancer. I stopped world hunger. I blew up Malaysia. <laughs> and then if, if they include the TJ scene, it'd be like, I made a sour with craisins. Honestly. Like, no, you got picked into a pizza. It's fucking, it's crazy, <laughs> like, the strange stuff that gets cut from this fucking series, though. Like, they're, like, he did kill Zordon, you know, and none of the other stuff was really bad. It was just, terrible dialogue but like this is a series that thrives on terrible dialogue so why cut it it's like it wasn't for time if this was meant solely to be a special originally and it just got recut into this you know and being put in here but oh, still... the bit i was gonna talk about i remembered i was like it, it seemed awkward to show the rest of the team they should have just had a scene in which like you showed him alone caring for animal which he does a lot Right. It would have not felt out of place. Yeah, no. And then you wouldn't have awkward dialogue about why you need him and not the rest of his fucking team. Right. 
No, that's that's true. Like fucking weird. Huh. Yeah, you see, you see, cool. We don't want to, uh, we don't want to have to pay the the, the the rest of your team's actors. So uh, they're already paid. They showed up for the scene. We don't want to. Okay. Uh, rectify. We don't want to pay your pay pay your team any more than they're already being paid. So we're just gonna be taking you. Yeah. You no. gotta think about this in retrospect. They they already got a contract. And this is, like, it wasn't cut for a special. This is an episode in season. Yeah. So they're getting paid for regular rates. They're getting regular rates, but, like, it was, like, I, it was originally supposed to be a special, but it was, like, also in the season. And this is a weird outlier thing that they were going to do. But it was also meant to be, like, a adjacent to, like, another season that they were going to use instead of Ninja Storm. Uh, Luke pointed out as well. Like, it was going to be called, like, Hexagon. Yeah. Um, uh, what? Yeah. It's in the mod I didn't even know this until he pointed this shit out. What the heck is it? It's basically going to be... In mod? Uh, above the... Above the Orc Express, which is above the... Um, the yeah. Is it in Ranger stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's in Ranger Wiki. I've got it up right now, so... No, Hexagon... I mean, like, the... Here, I'll, I'll repost it. Uh... Yeah, so Hexagon was a Mitt Barmick's original plan for the 11th season of Power Rangers after Wild Force uh, to adapt Hurricane. So the plan was to include story, some ideas and storylines from, from Forever Ed because Jason does say that he recognizes some of the Rangers and that was going to be touched upon in that season. So it's basically going to be a umbrella organization unifying various teams over the years. Um, and it was meant to be led by Tommy, um, who would act as the mentor um, and um, include Andros as well. But it would eventually get to a point where it would develop into a civil war and Tommy would become the main antagonist. Okay, okay. I think, yeah, I think said. I did like a like a similar thing to that. Um, like the it was like um it was like a battle royale. It had like ranger teams in it, and they were ironically enough battling on planet Nemesis. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Also, as well, what would have been included? There was a character named Rita who was the antagonist. Also, as well, what would have been included in this would have been um. Uh, a Wild Force team up with Merrick, Senaku, Jindrax, and Toxica. Huh. Yay. We there we got the Viprari. Yay. Weird, but cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was probably for the best that it, di- that it didn't happen because it would have been a bit too fanficy. Then there was like, wait, we, we, we have to shoot more scenes. I don't yeah, want to it would have been scenes. a lot. There would have been a lot of original footage. It would have been one hundred percent original footage. Where are they getting? The- <laughs> yeah, and they really didn't want to do original footage at this point because this was when they were having like budgetary issues, and they started moving everything over to uh, New Zealand to save the franchise. So, adding in original footage to that bill probably would have been the end of the the franchise there. Yeah, but there were, there were plans as well to obviously reveal the Phantom Rangers' origin at last, 
and also find out what happened to characters like Scorpina, the general from Re- uh, from Mighty Morphin, and um, obviously King Rondo's um, lost uh, oldest son, Prince Gasket. Okay. Could just say he got yeeted. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like. Which, no. given given what hap- given what happens in Forever Ed, that might have worked if it had Prince Gasket. Like he finds out what happens to the Machine Empire, I was like, right, I'm gonna come back and be a pit and be a pisshead about it. No, I mean that would have worked for him because he definitely was a fucking. It's, it's so it's like it's so strange that they made him a new character when essentially it's just the same character but just older. <laughs> but they're like, nope, let's split him into two different people. Yeah, they, I never said that they were smart. <laughs> um, like at all, like the fucking. And also, it was like, just like, yeah, where did she go? It's like, uh... who knows? Follow your nose wherever it goes. Um, but uh, on to the Yoni Kage stuff. Um. We have a mini plot here that leads to some sad episodes, some cool episodes, and some very, very wild uh, plot ending stuff. episode. Yeah, honestly, because we're really fucking close to the ending yet. Three hours and fifteen minutes into this video, fucking uh, hell! Does this shock you at this point? Um, oh, it doesn't. Also, as well, I. Stole a joke from Linkara in uh, in this episode where the Lightbringer. Uh, oh, no, when Onikagi sees the Rangers, it's like interesting outfits. Look, the Sentai was pajama themed, and the toys sold like crazy, so the Patricia's hands were tied. Yeah. Uh, so Danny with the Teddy is the cutest thing. I I love yeah. that. I I love I love that he's such a soft boy in this because it's so wholesome, and we don't really have a lot of rangers with this wholesome nature to them they either try to be like super tough guy or they lean into edgy they don't really have like a male ranger be this soft um which i loved uh toxica and gendrax are getting the shit kicked out of them by mandalock and then we have like the reflection illusion trope that we see quite often all in a small frame of time here the thing that shocked me in this episode and i think Everybody else that watched it uh, tonight as well is like, where was this badass Princess Shayla every other yes! time she's been in danger? She's over here like a wushu master and like she's never shown any fighting capabilities until this point. Well, I guess in most cases, it's just like, what, why would I even need to go? I got guardians doing this shit. <laughs> but she's a guardian of the earth. And it's like my thing is mostly to like sing to the deer zord and warn them of danger and also prepare them for the beat the guardians. Yeah, she didn't really have any plot relevance until this, I guess. Is uh, the way we'll watch it. Yeah, she on. was like, like yeah, she's a bad mentor character. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I like her, but she's horrible at her job. Yeah, she's likable enough, but she sucks as a mentor. Um, but we also have her just roasting the fuck out of Toxica. Like, you have no will of your own. Like, you just do whatever. They... 
Did the, do you not just boss the Rangers around, though? Like, are you just not exa the exact same thing that you're bringing down her for following every, like... Yeah, well, that's before? kind of her job, and also... But isn't the it Rangers could have The Rangers could have also just left. But isn't that also Master Orc's job or Mandalock's job or... No, they don't have any jobs. They're just bums. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're doing it to be argumentative. Yeah, they're just bums who, like, out of no reason, they're out. It's like, we're going to destroy stuff. Why are we going to destroy stuff? I don't know. Ah, oh, fucking hell. She's had this job for like 3,000 years trying to prevent whatever the heck they're doing. But uh, <laughs> Master Org's been trying to destroy the planet for 3,000 years. What the fuck? No, he's been dead for 3,000 years, correct? <laughs> I... Until some weirdo decided for the, like... Like put a, his put seed a and become an incubator. <laughs> put his fucking cybernetic <laughs> helmet on with a little. Oh, that sounds so weird. <laughs> he swallowed his seed. Cut that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's staying in. That might be a Twitter clip. <laughs> uh, I'm not that much of an asshole. Um, but like, I've got enough clips from this one to post on like TikTok and shit. Um, but like. Jindrax just literally, well, let's just like, let's dial back. I, I created a word uh, in this because like the, the moment where fucking Toxic is winding Shayla up with her ribbon, uh, the look on her face just had me aroused, like terrified and aroused. <laughs> I've, been, I've been creating words for these seasons, guys. I hate it. Riz Rasmus terrorized. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. You're coming in new doctor six, maybe. Um, but like, uh, or Snoop Dogg. I don't know. Yeah, either I'll, one. I'll take I'll take Snoop Dogg. I don't I don't want to be Doctor Zeus. I'm not going to immediately cheat on my wife after she dies, uh, or as she's dying. Um. But, like, the Watch Mojo moment happens, right? Where it's, like, on every fucking top ten list of sad moments or, you know, dark moments in Power Rangers um, where uh, Toxic is being used as a shield. Um, and then Jindrax, who just watched his best friend slash possible lover get murdered, simps back to fucking listening to Master Org and Mandalock and all them um, and just fucking just follows orders and yeets the princess off. Like the fuck. he just did it because he was scared. <laughs> Be honest. I, I mean, you're not wrong, but because he admits, like, you're my bargaining tool. But like at the same time, like, why, why listen? Why not protest then instead of dragging it out for an episode and a half? <laughs> um, who knows? She might comes back as like some random totem later. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. Maybe a cat statue. I don't know. Well, I mean, at least he gets some pussy finally. I mean, what? There's something seriously wrong. How with do brain. you make new orcs? That is a good question. Let us know in the comments if you made it to hour 15 of this video. I'm wrong answers only. Okay, now, hour, hour 15. <laughs> I, I'm just Wrong guessing. answers only on how new are made. I, I don't think it's that long, but it's probably getting close to it. I don't know if YouTube's going to take this as one upload. 
Um, we're gonna find out with a bow sword on if I gotta split this shit. Um, I mean, they got loops of like ten hours. I'm pretty sure this be. Fun. I think the limit's twelve or some file size. I don't know if it's like one or the other or. <laughs> Um, or they have to meet both requirements. Um, we'll find out, though. Uh, Mandalock is gone. Master Org is back. Um, I, I hate that we have, like, evil slash Shadow Ranger shit every, almost every season. Like, that's getting tiring at this point. It is a trope. I know. That's what tropes are. But, uh, we got the Shadow, the Shadow That Ranger. trope is older than all of us. Uh, that's... The evil ranger. I, that's not at all shocking, considering how old this fr- franchise's source footage is. Um, but, like, we get, we got the Shadow Clone Rangers, and they destroy them. They kind of destroy themselves, as revealed. Um, so you just got to basically hold them off. Um, Jindrax going through it, blah, 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 blah. The, fun, the funny thing is, like, we get the Pegasus Sword, right? Um, which is just the Isis Sword riding a fucking lion. Um, it's I stupid. I love it. I love it. I love, I love, I it love well. Centaur based Megazords. They are based. Jindrax being the way they beat him is the, the coolest thing though. Like he has that mirror there, right? And he just reflects the beam back. So, and I don't think he meant to do it because he's dumber than a sack of shit. But he's over here he just reflects the beam back and then all of a sudden, they have the ability to, like, fucking one-shot him, but then he gets, all the rangers get sent to this, like, parallel dimension shit. Um, but, like, I think out of all the stupid combinations, Pegasus might be my favorite in this season. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. Because it's just Isis Megazord on a lion. It's so fucking... Does a giant lion, like, toy exist for to make that? I'm just... Yes, just that must be. It's gotta. It's gotta be. Um, but yeah, that's the two-parter notes from me. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else for that one. Uh, pretty much said the notes that I had as well. Um... But there's one. Uh, but going into the next episode where Toxica is revived, um, never leave the cave without it. Um, and uh, the with uh, Jindrax having his own credit card, an obvious nod to the um, back credit card. So I have to do it. An orc credit card. They gave Jindrax an orc credit card. Maybe no, he had really good no, credit before he does died. Not the compute, does not compute. Does not compute. Does not compute. It's like ancient bank is like, here's your account. He returns and is like, you're rich now. Honestly, Holy yeah. Shit. Can you imagine <laughs> the interest on that shit at this point? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the episode um, of <laughs> But also, I love the fact that the store clerk, um, uh, who, as Tyler points out, never trust anyone played by Bryce Pappenbrook is um, Bryce Pappenbrook's father. <laughs> I just love the fact that he's just there, just like so disinterested in, in, in his job. He's like, oh, this creature's walked in. Oh, whatever. Doesn't get paid he, enough to give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't care as long as they're paying. He wouldn't probably care if they didn't pay. He'd be like, okay, monster stealing shit, whatever happens every other day here. After Nadira, do you think anybody would question a random monster showing up and stealing half of a store? 
No. Nope. I don't even think they would question that after Rita. <laughs> that's honestly fair. Um, and I believe that's like nationwide because like they had shows with her on it. I refuse to believe that was only in Angel Grove in no, no areas in Angel Grove. You, you know the adjacent LA counties. You know that's all that saw it. Um, I refuse to fucking believe that as well. Um, but like it's a parody of the Bat American Express card, like you pointed out. Uh, we have a generic ass robot again. They didn't decide to create anything unique for this episode. Um. I, I find I'm actually it, shocked that there's not more orc like robots. Yeah, honestly, I am too. Because you know those fucking cheap ass dollar store robot toys break constantly, so they have to contribute to a giant portion of the pollution. Uh, since but I, I do like the one that earlier was the the wind up version of the robot. Yeah, yeah. they had like the flamethrower hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one was pretty cool. Um. Jindrax just essentially used the ranger's powers to kind of help bring back his waifu, and that is based as fuck. Um, mm -hmm. I'm proud. I'm proud that he got his girl back, and then they fuck off. Like, that, that's just, like, the most smart thing to do. It's like, yeah, they I, can live their, like, centuries together, because uh, yep. I'm pretty sure orcs don't die of old age. Yeah, I mean, they at least have a healthier marriage, relationship, whatever's going situationship than uh, Rita and Zed had, apparently. I mean, I mean, their entire, like, relationship was built on toxicity. And um, lies. Pun yeah. not intended. Yeah, no, like, it, it really was. Um, I still find it fucking hilarious that at the end of Cosmic Fury, like, the, the, the torment for fucking Zed was marriage. That was the most hilarious lesson he had to and the with. torment for him is like he hates how he hates how much he he loves her yeah and honestly i mean you know like out of every fucking villain we've had here so far like i think toxica is like the most neutral because she didn't really she didn't really fucking do anything overly evil so to speak other than just oh, making only... the monsters yeah. grow the only thing that she really did was make the monsters grow, but she, like I said at the beginning of all of this, like as soon as she um, comes in contact with my dog, she's like suspicious of him to a T. Yeah, and like once she yeah, because it's just like wait a minute, I know you look way different than this, and she obviously met him. Yeah, like, and the fact that she's like suspicious the entire time had her, I think, more restrained because she didn't want to, you know, commit any, you know atrocities in his name realistically she just was the she was the black mage essentially right she was making the evil monster grow i wouldn't even consider her a black mage um but what if more, we're using i would the, consider that more of like a summoner type of yeah, thing you know? more, yeah summoner would be fit well more. if we're using D, &D terms i would say chaotic neutral for her yeah no like i i I don't think she's overly chaotic, though. I think she should be, like, true neutral. Like, realistically. Well, she is chaotic, because she's still, um, she's still on the, um, on the, the side of causing destruction for the sake of Orc kind. She just doesn't trust that this is the original Master Orc. Yeah, in a lot of cases, chaotic is used for, like, either very unpredictable or selfish. That's fair. And she is incredibly selfish, um, when it comes to, like, Orc kind. Um, 
But um, yeah, that's like, the real way to use it. People just use it for to be like uh, chaotic, stupid. Um, yeah, trouble is what my character would do is like learn how to like like to you know support the team in a team based game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting when we get to our D and D campaign. Like that's gonna be hell. Um, I think y'all do fine. It's more dealing with Ann Arbor in that sense. Because, <laughs> um, like, I just picture the chaos he's going to cause for the sake of chaos. Uh, but I don't know. He might he might be good at not being a dickhead in that sense, like he is in the progression series. Um, but we'll get to that in the new year. Um Episode 38, 39, and 40. Uh, I don't have a lot of notes for 38. I have Masterwork Brings Back Dead Guys, time number I've lost fucking count. Um, all He's too- brought them back a lot of times because, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's easier to recycle recycled material, I guess. <laughs> uh, all of that to just eat a heart, essentially. He, like, that was the entire plot of this episode. He just ate the heart. Um... That's all I've got. Uh, I don't know if anybody else took any other notes on that one. Cole only... forgave you for what he did to his parents. Motherfuck, he did not. I did not take that note. Um, there is a difference between forgiveness, forgiving and somebody and just letting somebody go because they are not worth it. Forgiveness versus tolerance versus acceptance. Those are three very different emotions. Yep. Like, I accept that my family is fucking stupid and will never, you know, allow me back into their life. I did not ever forgiven them for what they've done. That's, those are very different emotions. Oh, Um, I... Oh, abso- uh, absolutely. Um, it's the same thing with me. Like, um, even though I accept what ha- what uh, happened to me um, in the past with those two people who now are no longer friends, um, I won't forgive them. And I'm going to cement what they did by writing a book about it. Like, I've let, like, my, you know, if you follow the Twitter, like, I interact with Thurman on there now. Like, I've let our beef go that we had our little mini beef but that doesn't mean i'm going to let you know fully back into life we just kind of let bygones be bygones and chose civility over that um we worked past the vast majority of that issue um you know it's growth uh in that sense um and it's being the bigger person in cole's case because he's choosing to not go down the path of violence and evil and stoop to the level of Adler slash Master Orc, um, which is the true lawful good choice if we're using the, the D&D alignment chart there, uh, which is a trait of a ranger, right? You, you don't want to go down the path of evil in any capacity while you're trying to you know, be on the side of humanity and protecting and preserving nature, because at the end of the day, Adler still technically was part of nature. He was a human being. It would be betraying his cause. Um, 
which is a weird way to view a human, but that is still a fucking mammal at the end of the day. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, it, I think it was more of like, you know, like view it as like more of like, and eh, you're you're gonna do more harm than anything else. Might as well just just you know stuff you out. Right. Absolutely. Um. But uh, for the finale, right? Uh, there's a lot of notes for this shit. Um, I'll let you guys start. Um, this one while I go take a piss. All right. So my note for the finale. Uh, well, I had a couple more notes. Um, for the last uh, for the last episode before the finale, pretty much confirms the toxic extreme tracks ship where toxic is getting jealous over dream tracks, getting attention from Princess Shayla. Um, that was my only other note, but yeah. Um, so way to ruin the party, Max, by saying the Power Rangers are over, and then it's just like, oh yeah, well, well, we're all, we're, we're over. We've got nothing else now. Now what? Now what do we do? All the orgs are defeated, but then we have um, Master Org um, growing into it, evolving into his highest form, um, and looking. That's uh, right. He's smoking the weed. Yeah, he's smoking the weed, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know about you, but I would say, apart from the final, um, uh, fi- apart from the last um, half of the final episode, this is probably one of the more intense finales of the season of of the franchise. What would be your opinion? So you don't have an opinion. Uh, what? Oh, sorry. I was just saying. Uh, I I I thought some Getsu was going to answer. Oh, I got distracted by some. All right, but yeah. Uh, I was, um. So I don't know, but I would say it's a pretty intense finale. I mean. Uh, I mean, we have Master Org basically stomping in, just one-shotting all the Rangers, one-shotting um, Cole's Battleizer. Just basically, just one-shots everything in this episode, in the first mm-hmm. part of this episode. <laughs> and you said it best, Tyler, like, um, even though the swords are getting destroyed in this episode, it has much more emotional weight because they're actually alive. He's basically killing the wild swords. Yeah, like, yeah, I did he... not feel sad when the rescue and Turbo Megazords got annihilated in Turbo. I or did that... feel bad for, like, you know, back during, like, Lost Galaxy, the Megazords were destroyed, because obviously they were living things, and the fact that they were tortured, you know, brought back from the brink of death, only to be tortured and used as a prop to beat the shit out of their own friends and then after being revived they've been blown up I feel so bad for them and I even feel even worse for Zenith oh yeah absolutely Zenith's carrier resort's friends are blown up the smithereens and he's just there by himself now yeah absolutely Um. so yeah and also not even the soul bird escapes death in this episode um, but um, the soul bird doesn't even look like a bird. It looks like a jelly bean. 
Yeah. It really does look like a fucking jelly. Well, it's not fully grown yet. Eventually, it's gonna look like a recolor of the eagle. Oh, absolutely, probably. Um, no, I'm saying it's 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 mother was a recolor of the eagle. It's just green. Yeah. Um. So I was saying uh, while you're away, Fex, that aside from the last half of uh, part two, um, every couple to that is probably one of the more intense finales because you you generally just see Mastorg just one shot every like no he he is essentially invisible until the taste the rainbow moment. Yeah, no, like it's crazy, right? Because like until this, I thought like Time Force was the most intense finale of Power Rangers, right? Because we see like the the ultimate villain here, Ranzik, at that point, you know, going through and running rough shot through essentially all of time, right? Because like if they meddle too much with, because it was found out like at that point, like if they meddle too much with it, you were going to like destabilize time and space itself. So that was why they were sending the other rangers back. And it was essentially just going to be, you know, Wes and Eric on that. Here, we're watching Master Org basically one-shot every fucking Megazord with the, the fucking the Animus Blade thing, right? It's fucking insane, because he gets onto Animarium, even, and starts fucking murdering swords. Like... You just see, like, the the pockets of the rangers start glowing as their zords are reduced to shattered crystals. And then you see, by the end of this, you know, gay slash bi-awakening from people part two, you know, Cole ripping his fucking shirt off when he doesn't need to rip his shirt off. Monkey across a bunch of vines to fucking save a little kid that had no business being out at like midnight o'clock in the middle of the city, you know? <laughs> While they have no fucking business being out there trying to fight a giant 60 foot being. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, right? Also, can we talk about. Why the fuck was there a next time on Power Rangers before the second part of the finale? Yeah, it's Power Rangers. Did these not that air? Doesn't, this... That doesn't explain it. <laughs> Did these not air back to back? Um, sometimes it it's like I had this issue with RPM, in which um like ABC family or whatever like station it was supposed to air on was supposed to show a new episode because guess what there's it's syndicated is supposed to supposed to show the next episode the next week or the next two weeks after but no they keep repeating the same episode over and over and over I again and then you forget that. where you were at I remember that when I was watching the little bit of Lightspeed Rescue I watched as a kid. Because they would air, like, on Fox Kids, like, the same three fucking episodes, it seemed like, on a loop. Um, yeah. And, like, and then they would air in between all that, the re- or the... Because um, it, it was... Well, it wasn't, like, at this point, it was, like, when we got cable back when I was a kid, they did the same fucking thing on ABC Family with, like, the re uh, the reversion of Mighty Morphin, too. Um, and that's why I just kind of didn't fucking care about Power Rangers for the longest time. It's because I'm like, 
Well, apparently nothing news happened because we're re-airing Mighty Morphin, so... Whatever. And then I started watching wrestling again. Because that was, like, my two things. It was, like, W... That was, like, the Attitude Era, or, like... At that point, like, the Ruthless Aggression Era was getting ready to start. And then fucking um, Power Rangers was my other interest, uh, other than, like, Toonami. Then I got into Gundam. And then it was all downhill from there because Gundam is a fucking mess as well. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess my uh, other note about part one is just the. It's just. Uh, yeah. Okay. You. Um. I feel like the one that really hurts the most in terms of like the death of the wild swords is, and again, justice for Danny because you you see all the other wild swords actually mo- moving as that. Uh, as they're being as they're being killed, but when you see the bison saw getting killed, it just literally plops on the ground as if it's just been straight up murdered. Yeah, no, it's wild, right? Because Danny got shit on this entire season, but he was the most wholesome boy. Um, I think the the stupidest line in part one had to come from Max, though. I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, the Power Rangers are over. Yeah, at the yeah, height of the party. Fir- at, at the height of a party, by the way, that they're celebrating, and then he just brings the mood down immediately. Um, I also love that the Battleizer did fuck all in this finale. Yeah, it was he like, was like, ah, we sold enough toys, we'd already fuck it. Yeah, it just <laughs> clipped its way off. The final episodes. Uh, but like usually the battleizer is kind of an equalizer in the final fight, right? It yeah, it worked on. in Lost Galaxy as one. And fucking Time Force, you saw it yeah, utilized. But... Go ahead. I was about to say, back in Lost Galaxy was. I was about to say it was. I was about to make fun of the Wild Force Megazord. I mean, not Wild Force Megazord, the Wild Force Battleizer. But I realized, oh, wait, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. But like, um, I forgot my own opinions. <laughs> but like, it's like Merrick being the first to fall is kind of crazy too. Like, Animus and Kite, or Animus slash Kite, just gets beat the shit out of, and then fucking Merrick losing first because he chose to stay behind, uh, to play lone wolf with Animus. Um, he's like, I didn't stand by his side three thousand years ago. Ooh, let me be the big badass, and he just gets embodied. Um. Oh, yeah, Animus was fucking useless during that fight. Animus is fucking in the. I, I don't know what y'all expect. Like he, like he is literally just the ancient version of the Wild Force Megazord. I, I get that. But like, <laughs> like outside of like his like powers and stuff is like you know he's got his ass kicked by like master orc three thousand years ago i expected to have like trained and beefed up maybe gone through like a bodybuilder right he just got reincarnated and when he he got reincarnated he was like a little kid you expect a little kid to do against that <laughs> i don't know maybe kick him in the balls yeah <laughs> do orcs have balls <laughs> I don't think well, so. The the orc heart is kind of like a ball, but they tried to kick him in, kick him in that, and he combed everywhere. I was but just about got... to say like that. It definitely functioned as a boss. <laughs> but then, but then he, uh, but then he, re- he, he used this comb to regenerate himself. 
They do say it's great for skincare. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, um, and just like the montage of just like it really does feel like a more darker version of just like the um scene in One Piece where Kuma's just popping off the um straw hats one by one. Cause it's just like pop, 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 shark, eagle, bison, and then the red lion. Lion! I get to taste some yummy lion steaks today. Like every Zora was beat in the span of like a minute and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh and I guess that's really all I had for part one. Yeah. Which I... it, it makes sense. They're they're not as strong as Animus and Animus got his ass handed to him. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, we we see in part two, after we get past the stupid next time on, um Next time. Next time we watched the finale, and the finale was awesome. Like, the final episode was, like, back-to-back action sequence, action sequence, uh, after we got past the, like, inspirational speech, right? Uh, we watched them ride anim- the Animarium down like it was a fucking ship, right? Like, you're going down with a ship, essentially, um... But I, I love the sequence at the very beginning of this episode where they're just shit-stopping the mooks as humans, yeah, right? Which, by the, by the way, we've gone this whole episode not talking about the mooks. Um, there's a reason for it. The mooks or the putrids in this season do jack shit. They aren't even really Yeah, they in. don't do anything interesting. They don't have, like, their own little personalities at times. Because certain... Like, certain henchmen would just, you know, go around wearing random items of clothing. Sometimes, even when the villain doesn't even tell them to do it. They just do it on their own. So, anyway, Ron Rassaman. I am always going to find a way to bring... I am always going to find a way to be the Paratron Defender here. And this is the season I'm going to do it. Hey, Ron Rassaman, you want to talk about useless, pathetic, and lazy... You, the putrids, not the piranatrons. The piranatrons could um, eat the putrids for breakfast, but then they'll probably bath them out. Um, in one second, I'm doing something. Yes, do it, Fex. Do it, Fex. Also, putrids are made out of pilk. Oh. Uh. <laughs> are you really doing, the, doing this, Fex? Uh, I, I got it in my autocorrect. Give me a second here. Actually, it's just easier to fucking bring this up. Um, I'm not, I'm not tweeting anybody, by the way. Why don't you bring something and then your autocorrect just randomly gives you a slur for no reason? Uh, yeah, no, uh, I, I'm, I'm shocked it hasn't, uh, done that at some point in the entirety of this. It happened for me, and then I was like, what the fuck autocorrect? Um, <laughs> no, like, uh, the Google fucking, uh, keyboard, uh, decided it was going to update last night, uh, so, uh, enjoy your new nickname, Luke, uh, number one Piranatron's Defender. <laughs> <laughs> 
What it I had to do it for the bit, okay? No one's going to see this because it'll be a fucking like. Um, okay. Uh, where the fuck is it? Um. Uh, but yeah, the mukes in this season. What? What? What do you remember about them? Nothing except for their name, which is Putrids, which is the worst name ever. And they they have nothing on the wondrous dancing cyclobot boys that are the cyclobots. I love yes, this. which but like which. The Cyclobots, uh, Cyclobots, they at least have a movie that uh, they have a movie that they made starring the Rangers. In our favorite spanking robot. Like the fucking the mooks from like Dino Fury personality, Putty's personality. You know, every fucking variation of the Putty had a personality. The Cox had personality. Piranatron's personality. The Putrids existed in like four episodes of the season. Like, oh yeah, there are like the least used like. Like moves. if they were if they were given more screen time, maybe we'd look at them more favorably. But like they they had fuck all to do with the season that they're in. Were even they... like here's the thing: even the OG mooks that just appear for like. The, the, you know, the pirate moves used in, like, Lost Galaxy. Yeah. And only for that segment of being in the actual fucking Lost Galaxy had more screen time. God, that's just sad. Yeah, like, it's, it's funny that you, um, bring that up, like, uh, is there a... Oh, I just noticed! The, the, I just noticed, like, they kind of they kind of look like those stereotypical like, pirate toys, but they also kind of look like the mascot for Weekly Jump. Yeah. But, like, is there a less used mook in the franchise? I don't I think, think it, there is. I think it's them. Really? Like, that's depressing to think about. So, like, out of out of all of the fucking post-Zordon seasons, they're the least used, but also out of the entire franchise. Which is wild. Because there are 20-plus seasons of this shit that we still gotta go through. Uh, well, actually, like, I think there's, like, 15 that we have left. 15. Yeah, yeah. that's 15. 15 uh, and counting. Uh, and then Ninja Storm, we can start after the new year. Um, but, like, yeah. I, I think this, like, out of everything in this last little bit, though, it, I'm probably the only one that could get this reference. But when we had all of the orbs of all of the fucking Zords, it just reminded me of there's one scene in Kingdom Hearts 3 where, like, all of the... We're going to tie in, like, the stupid mobile game, right? Uh, Union Cross. So, like, you, you, you see, like, all of the Keyblades of all of the characters that had ever played Union Cross, you know, come down and assist you with this one fight. And that's all that came to my fucking mind. Is like all the powers from all the other fucking wild swords are coming in. And it's just like the one thing. I'm like, oh my god, this is just fucking Kingdom Hearts 3. No more. Like, yep, all, all the spirits of the scrapped, like, um... No like, more, you, know. you cheeky bastard. You stole this for fucking Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, uh, but... No, legitly, that's what the scene was. It's like yeah. they couldn't... 
they couldn't add in like because they didn't have enough time or budget to add in all the oh yeah 100%. quote unquote one hundred beasts yeah so well, they, um oh go ahead yeah so essentially that scene was just for to say hey here's the rest of them yeah so that's the same way in the source material like, yeah, yeah oh that's god um, that's fucking hilarious same sort of yeah um so anyway my other notes for this episode were uh um up until this point where we had a great last stand of never giving up by the rangers like even when they were stripped to their bare basics they were just like as and long as we're breathing, partially stripped yeah but as long as we're breathing and as long as we're alive we're still going to keep fighting you master org and we get one of my favorite speeches in the entire series know our names yep yeah no like i have that in here too um the know our names speech um I I fucking there's one other thing here I have from like the before the um the final strike basically is life always finds a way. Wrong franchise, Max. Wrong franchise. This isn't Jurassic Park. Don't give Hasbro any ideas. We don't need any more goddamn crossovers for toys. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah, uh, you're getting uh, one. You're getting one. This Doctor Hammond this is a crossover between Star Wars and Jurassic Park. Done by Hasbro, and then of course <laughs> we get the fight. We get the final taste the rainbow, motherfucker, which is a which is a pro appropriate which for is us. Literally, considering they come off fucked, the rainbow bridge, he, he fucked over um, Cole's mother. Yep, like it's it's fucking hilarious though. Like this this final attack, you have all of the like giant beam lasers coming down from the fucking the the hundred zords, right? And then the giant sword with one final Getsuga Tensho until you get the the most fuck you, Rangers, your duties fulfilled moment in the franchise, I think. Um, why the jackets, Princess Shayla? Why? Why did they have to give up the jackets? It's like, I'm going to sell them on gonna eBay. She's going to sell them on eBay later for to get her a new dress. She, I guarantee just... it. Let them keep the jackets. I understand like, the morphers. No. <laughs> I understand the morphers, the animal spears. not Hell's Kitchen. Maybe she's gonna get the jacket to the new quote-unquote Rangers whenever that happens in like thousands of years. That kind of Make makes sense, but at the same time, don't you think by by like the year six thousand, you know? But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Cole had a spiritual connection with the Red Lion. He is the Blazing Lion. It's, it's the same fucking. So is he gonna live long enough for those three thousand years? I think not. No, but his uh, great 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 grandbaby does probably. I don't fucking that, know. Uh, that looks exactly like him and has his exact match of DNA. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm still gonna rag on it because that scene made no sense. No, it did not. <laughs> Fucking carbon copy, at, like that's eugenics one on one right there. Let me just make it a is point. eugenics. It's <laughs> literally that. Why do you think the Yellow Ranger is so strong? Eugenics, <laughs> absolutely. Um, like fucking, like we we have like these final these final moments. Why am I getting a deep hop notification in the middle of this episode? God damn it. I have Fortnite's goddamn Lego mode as a full-page banner ad on one side of the screen, and I got D-pop hitting my fucking phone. Hey, Vex, hey this is worse than the time you had to play Fortnite with Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
So we have watching Peter's... Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite Peter hit the gritty while I got goddamn AI Peter on the fucking level. Uh, the, the, the little half screen above it on TikTok was a meta I did not think I'd ever fucking see and in my gonna life. He's going to tell you about how much money you lost because you didn't sign up for the government's like sixty four hundred bullshit plan. Yeah, God. Yeah. I keep getting so... that. I keep getting that. So we have um, Sheila doing what essentially the first Doctor did in Doctor Who to his granddaughter, but with Merrick in this situation, mm-hmm. saying like, oh yeah, you're a human now, Merrick, but one day I shall come back. Yes, I shall come back when the Earth needs me and the Wild Swords once again. <laughs> no, you won't. Nope. None of this. None of this. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there might be more orcs coming out, you know? Yeah. Also, we have now, because uh, we've had the narrator in a few episodes um, coming in, but now it's Alyssa telling the story to her uh, um, uh, her kindergarten school class about the Wild Force Rangers. It's wild, right? Because we get all the all of the like futures of the Rangers here. Uh, well, there's technically two that were written for Cole, because uh, he showed us like the alternate scene. Um... I, I just, before that, I put, fuck you, princess. Um, no more Colgrave, uh, and no Doctor, Dr. Adler did not deserve that from Cole. I think that is undeserved. Fuck him. You know. The, well, the, I get, well, I guess it was, again, just Cole deciding, like, there's no point in, uh, uh, like, the deal's the done group. now. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, so there's no point in me, um, keeping on to this anger and also um he also it probably would have made sense if he actually knew his parents that if he uh, if uh that if he if he actually knew his parents i could understand uh, your yeah. frustration of like he didn't deserve that but that's the thing cole never knew his parents right, he so... Was a baby. um so i i guess like he doesn't have the the like frustration of that uh, holding on to it. um we also see Miss Awol go right back to the fucking Air Force, um, which in reality Whoa. she'd be court-martialed, probably thrown in a gulag, and never seen from again. Um, or they like they figured it out. It's like, oh, she's arranged this whole time. It's, it's like, okay, yeah, you come back. Or you, you, or, ser- you served her country well. Come back. <laughs> or they they had her as like missing in action instead of a wall. Um, missing in action, but eventually they figured it out because of like what yeah. was going on. Yeah, um, I don't think they're that stupid. You you don't understand our military. <laughs> no, um, they're not that one lady. They're, they're not that one like guest uh, lady that said there's no such thing as monsters in a universe in which monsters attack the city every fucking week. <laughs> Fair. Not every military personnel is a fucking idiot. Um, but like Max and Danny get to be like vacation bros. Um, we we have Merrick and Zenaku teaming up for like a walkabout, and then Alyssa is a teacher. Uh, the alternate version is Cole is a fucking like vet. Um, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I could see that even though it was even though it was deleted and not really I could definitely see that as being like um his profession. I love how there's a different fucking narrator for that is scene as well. I guess they didn't dub it over with Alyssa uh no yeah. That was just gonna be her lines that she was gonna read in the finale. Um 
or the, who the fuck knows? Like they they could just had like. But 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 it kind of makes sense uh, that oh, yeah. he does become a fence because she does say he continued to use his skills to help animals wherever he went. So he more than likely got uh, Alyssa probably helped him as well. Alyssa mm-hmm. probably did did help him a lot. Like hey. You want to be a fat? Like, okay, go to this university and that, and do all of this, do that. And he yep. probably, he probably got in based more on his skills rather than test scores. Oh, absolutely, because I'm assuming like his. Well, I'm going to guess he had to take his GED in that. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. take his GED, but I would say, um, I would say he was probably, like I said, probably got him because uh, I would, uh, I would argue, yeah, I would argue that. Um, experience is more important than just sitting behind a desk writing out an essay. Well, yeah, but you do actually need to know yeah. how to fill out the paperwork because you need to you need to order the stuff. Hmm. You actually do need to, you know understand like, basic actually, English, you know. You gotta, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But... You do need to do paperwork because not only do you need to order stuff, you also need to have records of stuff because you don't want to get sued for not uh, having your stuff in order with the government. There's a lot of um, also, shit with any form of healthcare. also for also for insurance and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and billing. But yeah, like I said, uh, it was, ordering. Yeah, there you go. Fa- fair enough. But like I said, it was probably Alyssa and probably her dad probably helped at some point. Yeah, I, I'm going to assume like they taught him basic math and stuff like that to help him get his GED. You know, because this is I don't think at any point like. He had any schooling whatsoever while he was in the fucking jungle, obviously. He fucking Tarzaned it. Um, and at the same time, like, that would lead to severe illiteracy if we we're going to humanize this. So he would have had to have, like... Well, I guess I guess he doesn't have... I guess he knows how to read because he was reading a Ranger rule book in one episode. So maybe Princess... Uh, you know, Shayla helped him at some point, but like that, that also doesn't make sense because she won't understand like modern English. Um, so maybe maybe Alyssa maybe Alyssa off screen gave him uh, gave him at least um, basic schooling. I mean that just adds to her ever growing list of duties, but like it, I can picture it. But it it makes sense because she became a teacher. Yeah, it probably was great fucking experience for her, you know, because she went from teaching like a. 20 something year old kindergartner basically to actual kindergartners. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also as well about Cole, he gets the dog back from the first episode. Yeah, he gets the little doggo. And the doggo that helped him find his way, I guess, in a way. Yeah. But going back to the first episode really quickly, the line there comes a time where everyone must come and have their own destiny, yet everyone in the tribe is still there. Yeah. Like that was a stupid fucking line. For a stupid fucking premise, but it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Like, but like at the same time, like I, I like the idea of like him going and furthering himself in that regard more than just the like I made peace with my past, I get to move on, and I fuck off with a dog. Like that you know it just didn't tie him together like it did the other Rangers. Um as a final like little nitpick there. I think he would like take care of the dog and probably came back to the place, you know, who who probably take you know, who probably you know help raise him and whatnot and help build that community up, you know. Yeah. Like that that could be a possibility for him. Like a like a not only a spiritual journey for to find yourself, but also 
find a part of yourself you didn't even know that's yeah. even greater. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Which kind of fits because it's you know it's spiritual, especially with the orcs. They're literally spears that just possess objects. Yeah, I mean, but that's post Sordon era, like. Now we get the... And, and, and it's the mouse seasons. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh-huh. By the time that comes out, it'll be copyright free. Ha-ha! <laughs> um, at least one iteration of Mickey Mouse. Uh, Q, um... Um... Uh, um... Kingdom Hearts songs. So, when you walk oh, away... I'm so no. excited when you walk... No. <laughs> I'll, I'll play the Barry Kramer version of it because it's copyright free. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trusting any of the fucking uh, the, the mouse versions. Unfortunately, it's just one version of the the Mickey Mouse. I'll uh, be copyright free that first appearance, and then the rest of them will be like. Um, oh yeah, this reminds me. Disney is freaking out because the mouse is almost not theirs anymore. One specific version, and they've they've played fucking you know fair use and you know. Was a public domain dodgeball for as long as I've been alive, basically, for that fucking thing. So, uh, they're like, listen, it's over. It's Jover. Um, but, um, it's just the one version. Jover sponsored by Joey. It's just the one version, and the rest of them they still own, like, fully. Uh, just like certain versions. Of you, think, you think China cared? No. No, absolutely <laughs> They didn't not. care before, but they definitely didn't care. But, like, it's the same thing with, like, Sherlock Holmes. Like, certain stories came out of, like, into public domain um, later than others. That's why, like, Enola Holmes was kind of in that weird bubble of fucking, like, can we make this one? Can we not make this one for season two? Um, It's weird. Public domain's weird, but I love it. We got the gay Gatsby because It's only weird because of, like, companies want to play dodgeball. Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty soon, pretty soon Superman will be public domain. That is insane. Yeah. Not really. I mean, it's it, super is, old. it is in a way because you realize, like, the people are going to turn Superman's pink kryptonite experience into, like, some really fucky shit just to piss off the super soy boy comic book fans. Um,. You know, I fucking I'm I'm going to I'm going to enjoy the era of like fan writing comic books where the the like no you can't have anything remotely woke in my comic books that's going to have to deal with the fact that the embodiment of the American dream is yeah uh, public and I and I'll say this again and I'll say this I think again. they were more upset about like like you know certain like I get. Like when people want to like make their own comic books, but I kind of epi on like changing the character that dramatically when it's like when it's like some other like properties work. Yeah, there's there's nuances to what need to be done with comic books, but that's not my domain to decide. I I don't I don't like certain things that have happened in the last couple years either with comics, but at the same time I accept that that's the writer's interpretation of the character. Um, and I do think representation definitely matters for marginalized communities as well. What really got me is that the fucking, the comic book, uh, shop owner that was freaking out over the X-Men, not understanding that the X-Men have been like civil rights icons for fucking generations. 
Uh, that one was the one that really baffled me. I'm like, have you ever actually read an X-Men comic? Really? Have you? Um, but that's a topic for another video, everyone. Uh, we gotta record an intro for this still. So we will see you in the Mickey Mouse era. Peace. <laughs>